go. Do you want to do the introduction or, or uh, do you want to do it? Yeah, no, for sure. Honestly, this is the quickest we've ever got to the fucking introduction before. So thanks for way to open. Hey, you go, just introducing now. Okay. So sweet. I'm with uh, Justice. I'm with Evan Henning today. Hello. Good buddy from Wright State. Very excited to be on the pod finally. I've been hearing uh, so much about it. I'm such a big old uh, all terrible things. Yeah, I'm such a big podcast boy. You know, I mean, nice. are listen. you really? Are you being? No, no. I I, I do listen to a lot of podcasts okay. definitely because like. I'm like a delivery driver, so like when I'm on the road, like all the time, I'll mm-hmm. listen to podcasts all the time. Yeah, dude, that's not door dashing. Yeah, because like music, I feel like is sometimes stressful when I'm trying to like find certain like houses or buildings or something, <laughs> and I need to focus and you're trying someone like blaring or something. And, like, oh, okay. And then plus, like I like to fuck around with music way too much and switch it, so I just can't mm-hmm. be like constantly switching my music while I'm trying to like find something. Yeah, man. And then plus, it just feels kind of rewarding that I'm just. For my job, I'm just driving around getting information. Totally. I, while getting tips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I usually have a decent balance of, of music to, to podcasts, but I think I've probably spent more time listening to podcasts while door dashing just because ones are longer for yeah. me. I usually won't listen to... I mean, I will. I usually mm-hmm. listen to a ton of albums, but um, if I know I'm going to be door dashing, I don't always go like, I'm going to listen to this album all the way through, then this album all the way through, and this album. But podcasts, it's a little more... And then such and such, such such like a great like benchmark to like a time like frame like like okay I get I'm I'm doing like a four hour shift so I can listen to like two podcasts yeah. or like maybe this one long ass Joe Rogan podcast or right. something nice. and then I mean, like you listen to Rogan, oh great. I do Rogan's nice man right. you know Rogan's pretty good because that's like I don't know like like I feel like I got different podcasts for different interests like the main mm-hmm. ones I listen to mainly like li- like listen to are like movie ones mm-hmm. and. MMA ones and nice. like basketball ones. Okay. So like those okay. three are like the ones I'm constantly recycling all the time. Oh, but yeah. the NBA ones are okay. I, I usually prefer NBA ones that aren't from like the actual like ESPN studios or anything mm-hmm. because like it's just a lot of yelling and it's meanness. Yeah. Because Stephen A. Smith on that one? Or? Yeah, I, I'm not a big <laughs> Stephen A. Smith guy. I'm not either, especially no. after his Rogan, the Rogan feud. That was, that was crazy. Connor, yeah. and then didn't Nate Diaz say some shit too? Yeah, dude, he was like... The side of Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. But like his, his interjection, there was no defense of it being mm-hmm. like, and I don't think he would have even tried to be like, this is a genuine feeling and I'm trying to have an honest conversation about problem here he was just like trying to add fuel to the fire and make it even more pu- like get the publicity yeah. up <laughs> yeah he's a shit talker right you know? yeah. yeah that's what he is he just right. talks shit and you know that's and what so he's is connor don't get yeah, me yeah connor's a shit talker <laughs> for sure but there's still that respect angle in there for sure yeah. Yeah. and when you know when you're saying that like mma fighters are quitting mm-hmm. when they're when he literally got his orbital bone broken in his yeah. face like yeah. i don't know and plus it like mma is kind of weird because it's such like an like a very deep insider type of fan base where they really don't want outsiders coming in uh-huh. and especially because the explosion and since conor mcgregor came out more outside attention is on the ufc more than ever now yeah. so a lot of like personal fans only want actual like analysts to be like the ones that talk about mma and those spots usually for former fighters uh-huh. so stephen a smith who comes in really doesn't no much you feel just kind of for sure. weird and disrespectful yeah totally i mean i think you can people can in turn i feel like will make the argument that also oh, you have to be an expert to talk on anything you feel interested mm-hmm. in like, and I, I don't think that's necessarily the point being mm-hmm. made here because yeah. like stephen a smith is an expert of basketball of basketball basketball right? so you can talk about basketball exactly yeah. 
But and he can talk about MMA, yeah, but I feel enough. like you have to have you have to have some sort of mm-hmm. self awareness to to be to recognize that okay maybe I can talk about this and it's it'd be fun to talk about with like friends or at a bar or something you know like hanging yeah. out. But to go to use your power and your platform with with your position and like who you are to just go and shit on a, a dude who's doing something way more difficult yeah. than what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's Raven's trying to make there. Yeah. though. he's saying you're being a dick. Not that you don't like. You shouldn't be able to talk about MMA, mm-hmm. and the reason you're being a dick is because you're acting like you know everything about mm-hmm. the MMA. Yeah. So yeah. But anyway, we don't want to get too. Yeah. Hard we, can, we can shit on so many media people yeah, all the time. Let's get into yeah, it. No. Easily, yeah. Get carried away in that. <laughs> yeah. But that's good. We got an, a little bit of a taste of, of who what your interests are and who you yeah, are. Yeah, definitely. But you're uh, the first film major that's been on podcast. Yeah, it's pretty uh, interesting. Yeah. What, what's your beef? Do you not like us or something? Yeah, like, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's. I'm glad you came on because I knew you'd call me out for it. And, and we can throw down. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't want to talk shit, but like filmmakers are like a different breed of people. Like film majors, <laughs> especially, like they're just yeah, different type of people. Yeah, yeah, you can tell them from a crowd, and you know, <laughs> you know, you like, yeah. oh, dude, he he's seen Pulp Fiction before, and he's you know, he, he got a Pulp Fiction poster in his room. Oh my God. <laughs> Turn around, look right back. Joey. You see, that's a unique poster, though. Yeah, it's not just like the normal one. Yeah, exactly. It's like the poster. Simpsons version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got no, that Goodwill for three dollars. <laughs> that's a pretty good steal. Yeah. Hell yeah. Damn. damn. Good well, Yeah. Good Shit, just man. sitting there. Just saw it sitting there. Yeah. How do you mind pointing it out? But no, I agree. I, but I, but in in earnest, like no, that's not. It has nothing to do with. Yeah, they're all great people. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, not all of them. But that's, yeah. But it's not because they're filmmakers. It's because they're people. Yeah, some people, people just aren't aren't my favorite. It doesn't make them bad people. They just mm-hmm. just find you interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the worst. When you've got people that are just trying to talk to you, and you're like, oh my god, you're not interested. <laughs> like, do you have so much to tell me? Like, ugh. Yeah. The only the people that are least interesting though are ones who don't care about trying to be interesting to other people. They're just like making everything about them, mm-hmm. and that's usually why I can't talk to people when I have when I've decided that they're uninteresting to, to be yeah. because most people I mean obviously have having a podcast you gotta want to talk to a wide variety of people and have an active interest in trying to enjoy it mm-hmm. but yeah it's uh it's nothing worse than being caught in a conversation you don't want to be in yeah I do I think that always happens to me at like family reunions <laughs> oh or god like, or like, <laughs> yeah. I just can't handle just the awkward ass introductions. Like I haven't seen you since you were blank blank, mm-hmm. and you were yay high or yay big. Yeah, and I'm like, like love you. Like, like I don't know you. Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't call me. Yeah. Who are you? Right. And then it was kind of weird because like that's how I was because like I moved away to uh, in Germany for a while. So whenever mm. I would come back to America to see family members, sometimes it was like. I hadn't seen them in like ten years or something, so it was yeah. like weird to see them finally. That's interesting. But it was just, it was just different, especially with just like family members, because you just miss so much time, and it's kind of weird to see people try to like speed up a five year process of not knowing you and try to just do it in like a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, what do you, what have you been doing for five years? And you're like, ugh, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like, why you gotta ask me all this shit? Right. You just go for the deepest and most like personal questions of tell me your life story yeah it's like can't we just hang out can we can we just talk man yes. like can't we just like, interact? <laughs> like get to know each other a little bit first before you 
Ask me about my life plans and my sex life. <laughs> no, sex life. Oh, God. Hopefully your family's not asking about that. That yeah. will be your holiday. Yeah. I think some families. I'm sure they're out there. Yeah, dude, definitely. Okay, like... everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Let's... So who's ever... How's, that, how's it going? Who's getting a dick with you? Potato salad, Jimmy. You get yeah. your dick wet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... I think I can tell this story, so... Oh, God. No. Yeah, I think I can tell Jesus. this story. Yeah, he's not going to listen. I don't even know his name. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, I come back from Germany, uh-huh. and it's maybe, like, three years of me being away. So, I go visit my grandma and some people at, like, this old house in Michigan where, like, all the grandkids used to meet up. And it was this, like, cottage, sort of, and, like, a big-ass lake, too. And we had a treehouse there, too, and it was in the middle of the woods, like a swamp. So, so, so we went there... And I'm just hanging out, and there's this new kid, I forgot his name, but he was like a cousin of another kid that I didn't know that was related to my aunt. And I don't know why the fuck he was there, but it was it was like one of those big ass like family reunions where like mm-hmm. anyone's there, and you're like, who are you? And you're like, oh, I'm so-and-so's blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I'm not going to fucking remember you at all. <laughs> so, okay, so I go up there. So, so I haven't seen the treehouse in like three years, and I'm like, I just want to go into this treehouse, right? So I'm climbing up the treehouse. And no wait, I gotta I, I gotta prep for some stuff before. Mm. So I go up so so of course who doesn't like Legos as a kid, right? Right. So I had been sleeping up in that treehouse like the day before the, the the like reunion and I had all my Legos set out. So then the day of the reunion I'm like hanging out with people, like eating the hot dogs and stuff. And then I go back up the treehouse and I see that kid there and he's peeing on my Legos. Oh. All of them. God damn. All of them. And I was like, you didn't who miss the one. fuck is this kid? Oh, and then, and How then, I was maybe like six. Okay. I was like maybe like six. No, wait, it was in Germany. So I was like 10, like 11. Oh, wow. I was 11. Okay, I was 11. And I was, and I was like, who the fuck is this kid? I don't know how, how like, old this kid was. So then like, so then like, instead of like telling on him, I like peek my head up through like, like, like the opening of like the treehouse, and I sort of see him, and I, and I see his legs, and then I see my Legos, and they're soaked. And I'm like, modern day Hitchcock. And then, and then, and then I just like <laughs> peek back down, and then I start running after, like, my parents are telling everyone. But then, like, it was like. Oh, they saw I, too? They s- no, 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 they didn't see, but I told them. Okay, okay. And then they went to confront the kid, and they couldn't find him again. Oh, no. Like, no one knew who he was. No one knew who his parents were. Part of the family. That's the fucking crazy part. <laughs> That's the crazy part. I don't know if he was so weird or not. Just some crazy kid just He's running a mastermind. around, just peeing on everyone's shit in Michigan. That kid's probably a serial killer right now, and just like getting away with it. He's probably got like the highest kill count in America. Because <laughs> at a young age, he was smart enough to to, be <laughs> to figure <laughs> out. And I could have stopped him at that moment. He's just a con artist from his, as an eleven year old. You could have. Ugh, I goofed. Coward, Evan. I'm a fucking coward. If I was <laughs> such a wimp. <laughs> Damn, I was just, uh, I just saw naked legs, <laughs> fucking shorts on the ground, pissing on my Legos, and I fucking shame. ran away. I shouldn't do that. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't imagine what that would be like, dude. I'd fucking run, too. Yeah, of course. Like, what do you, what do you even do? That's just Michigan for you, dude. Michigan's a weird place. At least you didn't walk into the treehouse and, like... Not see it at first, just had your head hanging down, and then and then see him and after you stepped on it with your bare foot. Oh, uh, uh, that's been pissed on, uh, <laughs> dude. Add spiky ass Lego plus piss oh on God. your foot. Ugh, that would be the worst ever. 
Okay, now that we've gotten through part two of the introduction, <laughs> the, the, the leg is being pissed on us. Uh, let's get to the heart of this. The heart. Let's, yeah, let's get to the to the emotional shit. Let's start. Let's cry together. I'm I'm ready to cry. Let's do it. <laughs> Give me an onion. Okay, so the yeah, there's one down in the fridge actually. That doesn't work for me. Like like I tried really? it and it just wasn't working. I I got it went to work once. Really? Because I was trying to do it purposely for like a play I was doing where I had to cry. And I was like, no, I literally had onions in my pocket and I was going to crunch them up to my face. <laughs> like, whoa! I was like, yeah! <laughs> but then like, but then like it didn't work and I just had to like, I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? But then I had like an eyedropper, so I just eyedropped in my eyes, but they dried like immediately before I got on stage. Oh, so it just looked Forgot dumb. Eyedrops, you run out of if you got to need yeah. tears <laughs> to continue. Uh, yes. Uh, before I derail you again. Yes. <laughs> Stop it. No, we're here for, naturally, as, a, as film majors, we're here to talk about music. Of course. <laughs> Our second love. Our second love, yes. I feel like we are one of the people in the program that I've, like, subtly bonded over with music. I feel like we have a lot of similar music tastes. Mm. We haven't gone, like, real deep, so this will be mm. good. This will be good because it'll be, like, uh, a lot of new information. I feel like we both know the... The, like the, our favorite, our probable favorite groups, mm-hmm. but yeah. we don't know the history, like you were saying before, of talking about like how we got into them, what mm-hmm. point we were yeah. in our lives when we got mm-hmm. into them, and like different um, meaningful experiences that we've had with their music. But uh, yeah, so we're gonna do a list top ten, right? Yeah, totally. Because I don't know, like of rock bands too, top ten of rock, rock bands. bands yes, right. yes. We're not gonna include hip hop groups mm-hmm. or you know other Another types band. of music, polka. I don't know if yeah, you know great either. poker music. Parody parody music bands. Yeah, I don't dude. know. Is there anybody else but Weird Al? Uh, Lonely <laughs> Island? Does that true. count? Is that not, yeah, definitely. They're definitely a parody. They, they've done are a parody they? once or twice, aren't maybe? They, are they not full-blown parody? I think they're full-blown parody, okay. but I thought parody has to be like remakes uh-huh. of songs that are famous yeah. already. That makes, that makes sense. Yeah, because ha- a parody I mean, is mimicking yeah. something. But I feel like it's kind of... I feel like they're parodying hip hop, at least with yeah, some definitely. They're always they're parodying like a genre, maybe rather than a mm-hmm. specific song. Yeah. But but they are maybe just like irony, like yeah. ironic music. Because yeah. I felt like when they came out was like the douchiest moment of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like like mm-hmm. I feel like they're really like targeting like Pitbull and yeah, like yeah. all these like literally like sort of like just really just shitty just hip hop groups. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. Yes, but no, we are doing rock bands because yes, yes, yes rock's the best. And I do agree with you. We do share very similar musical tastes, oh, and yeah. I got to get in the mosh with you, man. I can't believe we have a oh, yeah. concert oh, together. Yeah. I love going to concerts. Hell yeah! Well, there's gonna definitely be some liars eyes ones. Yeah, I wanted to go to that with you, but I didn't like. I think this was before I knew about them, mm-hmm. and like I was like, I don't really know about them that much. So now that I know that's about Liar's Eye, and much. I know about it, and I'm like, let's fucking, let's go. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to mosh. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm ready to mosh. That's been, yeah, I wasn't, uh, I was telling you earlier too, that I wasn't really into heavy rock, or hard rock, or like metal as much as I was into like classic or softer mm-hmm. rock, um, just because, just preference wise, but I will say like out of all the music I've ever heard, um, I feel like metal is probably my favorite to hear live just because yes. of the, the yes, connection so you get with right. other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As long as you're in like a good mosh. I've yes, some moshes where there's people in shark t-shirts like <laughs> circling the fucking perimeter of the room and everyone's yes. pushed against the wall and they're uh, about to like throw bows or just yeah. staring you down. That shit's crazy. But like when you're getting knocked to the ground and someone picks you up yeah. and like it's 
then you know you're the safe. The worst is when you're dead. kind of like <laughs> the worst is when like you're kind of like taller. Uh-huh. Like like you're what like six six foot? Yeah, six foot. I'm I'm six foot two. Uh-huh. So people will usually try to jump on your shoulders to crowd <laughs> surf. And that's what I really don't like. Well, I, when, like for this. I was, just trying I to was like, can show. you back off me? And like some people like are fine on like on like the the crowd surf, but like the like when like you like go down off it is like when it's really dangerous because your feet are up and you kick like someone in the face at any time. And I saw so many people get kicked in the face during like this Touche Moray concert I went to. Oh, no. But it was just like Moshes are fun. Yeah. But no, with my background with music, I I'm, I'm sort of the complete opposite with you. I've really st- I started out listening to really only metal when I was a kid because my dad was a huge metalhead in the 80s and 90s and I was always listening to whatever he was putting on in the car, which was always just metal or like just grunge or thrash. Mm. So like, and I remember I used to, as a kid, my dad would circle through his iPod like on shuffle of metal bands and I would try to say what metal band it was just from like the opening chords or like the sound of the person's voice. Damn, dude. And I got pretty good at it because like there's... (laughs) Metal bands, people have really distinct voices. So, uh-huh. like, so like those distinctions have really just sort of carried on with me forever. Mm. But then I really didn't start listening to metal on my own, separate from my father, until I got, like, 13. And, I, you know, everyone's, like, upset and angsty. And you're like, I want to break away from my parents' metal. I got my own metal now. Mm. So it was just like that. And then I think as, I, I think as I've gotten older... I sort of became more softer with my rock choices and my and my like alternative side. I've sort of found that Shit more of, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh, yeah. I feel like I I might have been more similar. I I didn't listen to a ton of music when I was younger necessarily. I mean, I did listen. I like I knew songs and a lot of radio stuff and classics mm-hmm. and from like probably like the seventies to to early or like to modern stuff and kept modern, learning more about like or hearing like obviously I'm not I didn't live in, under a rock. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never really got into albums until probably like high school, mm-hmm. but I had like an iPod Nano and my dad put like 600 songs on there Ooh. and stuff. And that was like everything from pop to rock to, yeah, mostly pop and rock and a little bit of hip hop cause he knew I was into, I was enjoying that, but I didn't, I, they didn't let me listen to a lot of explicit stuff growing up. So it took to like 13, 14 for yeah. me to like start getting into real hip hop and like Lil Wayne and Eminem and uh, stuff like that, which yeah. was real hip hop when I was, which they're still, they yeah. are great. Don't great, but yeah. I, they're, I definitely, they're, they probably wouldn't make my top 10 favorite no, rappers. Is. They're, I think they're top 10 most influential rappers, yeah. but I feel like I've, I've enjoyed what people have gone on to do mm-hmm. in the career more than them, even if they've been inspired by them. And I feel like there's a lot of people that have more consistent careers so far where they are in their yeah. career than than them than they did because um, they both made some pretty mediocre albums. And mediocre yeah, Wayne had a really big fall off period. Mm-hmm. And like Eminem's like still yeah, he's now. still in free fall. That Oscar was just like shocking to see. Yeah, him that there. was crazy. That I was guess weird. It, did you hear why they did it? Why they did it? Because he d- canceled his performance for when Eight Mile came out in like two thousand. Yeah, like, what the ten fuck? Years ago, what? It's like. Okay, let me come back. I don't okay. know. There's some other reason, too, of why they thought the timing was appropriate. Um, that's but, insane. Yeah. I that's mean, was, that's crazy. I'm sorry. But no, it's it's pretty interesting that you, that you bring up um, you being censored for your music mm-hmm. because 
my because my dad he was he was in a very conservative Christian family. Okay. Yes. And and he was his church was part of that radical church like movement in the eighties where they were burning people's albums because they wow. thought that yeah. it was demonic. I don't so know if then, my dad's church yeah. was doing that, but his parents thought like, yeah they would yeah. So my so yeah so my that. dad's parents made him burn all of his music. Mm. So that when I was growing up, he was like, I'm not gonna let my son go through that, so he can mm. listen to whatever he wants. Oh, Movies. Wow. I got like the parental guidance on until I turned yes. to a certain age when I can start watching our movies. But, but we can cover that if we were talking about movies. Right, right. But no, that's a good, it's an interesting comparison. That was the same experience for me too with most just content they were. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he was he was definitely better because then I guess his parents were in the restrictiveness of it because he uh, he let me listen to rock because he didn't mm-hmm. just put an umbrella term of like rock is a de- demonic music. Mm-hmm. It was just mostly stuff that had a ton of cursing or like sexual yeah. content and stuff like that's Remember, the good rock. Oh, yeah. But that's the good that's rock. That's the good rock and the gr- good hip-hop. I think it... Uh, what was the... Oh, God, I can't remember the song. There was some fucking uh, hip-hop song that he put on my iPod, and he was, like, kind of hesitant to do. He's like, okay, you're finally at the... Was it Rap God? No, dude, it wasn't. It was, it was like a... It was a... Uh, it was like a single, some single that took off. Right, was it Ryan... Was it right and dirty? No, it wasn't right and dirty. Uh, Chameleonaire? Yeah, We're talking Chameleonaire? <laughs> <laughs> so apparently he got rich off of like apps. So like, really? Yeah, so like he stopped making music and then he just invested all of his money into apps oh, and he smart. became like super that's fucking rich. That's good to get successful at yes. a point when something's about to blow up. Yeah, plus just his music was kind of, you know. Yeah. But anyway, um, I was going to say something about uh, music. Oh, yeah, so I listen to a lot of like 80s hair metal which is not that explicit. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I, had, I knew you, you were not going to be a fan. Yeah. I still have a soft spot for some of it. Mostly Poison. I guess, man. I like, it's yours. There, poison's enough of a combination of of good, good music and not a terrible image because I feel like they're doing the androgyny in a more mm-hmm. like David Bowie way. Yeah. And, and then just being like hair metal, yeah. like I'm a, a sex fucker. Yeah. I mean, they definitely, it's not as, it's not as explicit like as like white snake or like, yeah. which these are all guns and roses. My, yeah, <laughs> my dad's going to be pissed if he hears this. Cause those are all like bands he loves. And I, I still do have a soft spot for them. There's some that I'm just like, yeah, I can't really handle them anymore. Probably wouldn't listen to again yeah. voluntarily. But a lot of that's just cause it's been, I've heard it so fucking much at this point, you know, and it just kind of seems, I wonder if it seems cheesier now because we aren't in that era. We didn't exist in it, you know? Yeah, but definitely. We moved beyond it. There was a level of just ignorance mm-hmm. to it, surface level, with the lyricism, at least to me, mm-hmm. of those of those bands. And, I mean, you can tell by, like, it's not cool to be an asshole yeah. anymore. Axel Rae is a fucking prick, you yeah. know? And, like, I feel like you can't just, like, just not, you can't just act like your music isn't going to be hindered by that, by yeah. being a, a complete douchebag. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, Poison's really the, probably the one that I have the softest spot, but I'm even willing to admit that yeah, like, there's it's, definitely better it's, rock bands. It's interesting that you bring up the, like, the looking back and it being corny aspect, because I feel like there's a lot of music that, like, 70s music, a lot of people look back on and it doesn't really sound that corny, and it sort of transforms its, like, sort of type to you, and a lot of 80s music, too, because, like, there's a lot of, like, downright corny sort of weird bands, like the B-52s, but, like, yeah. when you listen to them now in a different sort of viewpoint i feel like it sort of creates a new just type of feeling for that music but mm-hmm. poison and this the 80s hair metal i just can't can't get behind can't it. get into that was like just my experience can't. growing i that that I, the three albums i think my dad played the most and it reminds me of just being like a 
a toddler riding in his, uh, 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 what was it, uh, the Chevy uh, Cavalier. Ooh. And they had Top Down. I just Ooh. remember riding that, and we would listen to Poison's Greatest Hits, uh, the um, Christina Aguilera, that album with... Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I don't know about that, bud. She's, you know, she's not a Christina fan. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't know about her music. <laughs> I just don't know. That's fun. That's All fun. I remember her incredible singer. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She's a good singer. Yeah, she, yeah. She, she I used might. to see her on like a singing talent show all the time, and she would yeah, like just randomly really flex on people and really like a crazy yeah, ass she, high note. Yeah, it's like, like okay, well that was good random. for you, dude. Yeah, I think <laughs> she's. I, I don't really listen to any of her new stuff or even know she makes new stuff. I think she's kind of like a Maroon Five. Uh-huh. I got lost. That had a ton of potential. Made some great music at first, and then yeah, got right. bought. You know. Yeah, dude. That so, first Maroon Five album was okay. Yeah, exactly. And then just. Yeah. <laughs> Dog. Jagged! Ugh. No! Oh, no, dude, I, I, can, I remember as a child, like, I think 12, when Moves Like Jagger came out, yeah. and I was like, this is the worst fucking song that's I the, have that's ever That's demonic heard. music right there, yeah. dude. That's the shit that's so fucking catchy, but you, it's horrible. Ugh. It's like you can't take it, and it's stuck in your head, and you're like, somebody, please yeah. put me out of that my That song, and then another Christina Aguilera song, I do know music from her. It was the one song she made... Feel this moment with Pitbull, uh-huh. and they stole the sample from Aha, uh-huh. and I was like, "Why the fuck are you ruining Aha? <laughs> Why are you doing this to me?" But you should definitely go. Go. It's an album. I can't remember the name of it because it was like. I mean, I didn't really listen to it after I got older. Um, but it's the one where she's topless and she got her hair covering her titties. <laughs> it's a, it's very. You'll find it easily. It's in black and white. <laughs> I nice. remember that was. I think that gave me that album cover gave me my sexual awakening. Uh. <laughs> I was like way too young to be seeing a woman on an album. I was like, he tried so hard to restrict what I could listen to, but he, he, I he forgot, he forgot. <laughs> that I'm a pub. <laughs> all children are pubs. Exactly. And I got eyeballs. So you yeah. let, me, you let <laughs> me look at the cover art. I'm going to think things. Uh, but yeah, we can get into sexual awakenings, oh but God. we should get into a list. <laughs> we should get into but the third one, the other one besides that was sync. Oh, no strings attached. I'm happy you uh, you reacted well to that. That's definitely good. They're fine. Yeah, yeah. I just I just never listened to them because I was really only listening to what my mom and my dad were doing when I was a kid, and then. Because I knew about them, they're a popular band, and you know the the hits when they come on. Yeah, and dude. They were the first I concert did, I, I ever saw. Six years old in Chicago. Ooh. Madison Square Garden. No, Madison Square. Nah. First concert I saw was. Um, Madison Square Garden might be in Chicago. <laughs> you think yeah. talking about the United Center? No, it is, might have been that. Is it where the Bulls play? I don't know. I was okay. six. Okay. Man, but Joey, where's your memory? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, the first concert I went to was. Um, 303. <laughs> they had a, they had a free concert of 303 at the base that I was at, and I was right next to the speaker, so my ears got blown out. And like we had to like they okay, so this is just when Good Kid, Mad City came out. So they played the beat to um, Backseat Freestyle, and I was like, and everyone was going fucking crazy because because we were stupid and we thought that Kendrick Lamar would come out. But then it was just 303 rapping over the oh beat, and I got God. so disappointed. You're like, wow, you just ruined you your ruined... potential for your entire show. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then they almost left without playing Don't Trust Me, and we had to, like, <laughs> we had to beg them to play Don't Trust Me, and I was like, oh, don't you fucking God. leave without playing Don't Trust Me. Back, like, all right, you peasants, we'll give it to God you. God damn, we'll give it to you. But it, but it was awesome when they played Don't Trust Me. Nice. And that then... That's the only song I've ever heard. Yeah, dude, that, that's fun. 
Yeah. Like, the only works. reason anyone was yeah. there. That's, yeah, it was free, too. It was oh, nice. free. Because you should have yeah. called it Frio Free. But... <laughs> But, um, yeah, that was the first concert, and they were nice, though. They stayed out after to say hello to all the troops and stuff. That's the good thing about, like, 303, because there's been a lot of bands that have come to the bases and have been shitty to the troops. Uh Like, Daughtry, woo! He was an asshole to the troops when uh, when, um, he was in Germany when I was there. Wow. Because I was just hearing around the base that he didn't stay and say hello to anyone. He was all pissed off at people, and he was like, I didn't want to be there. Another time, Nick Cannon came to the base, and he was, like, a douchebag to people. Like, I saw just a bunch of my friends taking photos with him, and he just looked like he did not want to be there. And I was like, okay, Nick, you don't got to be there, I guess. And this man's career. I just think the jet lag fucks up all these celebrities. Like, they don't think that. They're like, "Eh, it's just Jeremy. It'll be fine. And then they get there, and they're like, ugh. The worst one was, I think it was Jennifer Lopez. She was going to stay on base, I'm in a base hotel, because the military, like, has their own, like, hotel there where people can just stay if they want. So she thought that the suite wasn't big enough at Ramstein's base. So she decided to, um, she complained, and then she got a hotel off base somewhere else. Mm. So, yeah. That's the, that's the flashpoint of celebrities being assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Bougie shit. Bougie shit. <laughs> okay. Let's do this. We can finally get started. Yes. Let's. We forgot to mention too that we have three honorable me- three honorable mentions and then three uh, least favorite rock. Oh, did we tell them what the list is? Oh yeah, we did. We just said that we do it in top ten. Yeah, we did. Yeah, top ten. So okay, and we'll do three, the top ten first, and then we'll do the three honorable, the, the the three dishonorable. How? Well, let's do the three honorable, then the top ten, yes. and then the three dishonorable. Yes. Okay. Yes, that was, that's what I was thinking. So you do your honorable first. And okay. So so this okay so I did this ranking based on. How how long I've been listening to them? Okay. How much of their discography I listen to, and just overall personal enjoyment, of course, because right. that's basically what matters the most. Yeah. And I would say it's the same. All the bands that I did not include are amazing. They're all great. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't freak out. Don't freak anymore. out on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't include them all. It's all right. Okay. So people are already assuming we have shitty music taste. We just <laughs> they know me. They definitely know I have shitty music taste. <laughs> But okay, so my first one that didn't make the list mm-hmm. was Priest. Priest is a... Um, the Judas Priest? Or no, 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 just Priest. Priest. They're a uh, punk band that has sort of made some waves. Their first album came out in 2014, I think, and they just had a new album come out uh, last year. And they're just, they just got a really just unique sound, I've been really getting into them. And I put them so low because they're sort of my new favorite just modern punk band right now but the problem is is that they just haven't released enough music yet to break into like the stratosphere that all these other bands are in mm. so they're st- at the bottom of the list i would give them a very hard listen some songs that go hard are um ooh, jj and um natural those are some really good songs okay number 12 this is kind of... <laughs> I know this band has become a meme, sort of. <laughs> or they were a meme until tragedy hit. Um, I got Linkin Park. I got Linkin Park. So those first two Linkin Park albums are some of the most, like... Is that Hybrid Theory? Yeah, Hybrid Theory and... Um, God, uh, what's that What's that second album called? It is called... I'm going to pull my phone up to use it. 
I know. I, I need this as a resource. I forgot the I forgot the second album. Okay, but their second album is really good too. Right. No, Meta Royal. Meta Royal is the second album. Yeah. Meta Royal. Is that the one? Is that the one that has like a Gundam looking fucking character yes, on it? It does. No, wait. The Gundam character. It's not an actual Gundam character, but it looks kind of like it. No, Meta Roy is the one with like a guy just on the side, sort of. But, oh, the yeah. black and white one. Yeah, the black and white one. Oh. No, wait, that's Minutes to Midnight. That's the third album. Okay. I but, think Hybrid Theory is the one I'm thinking Yeah, Hybrid Theory. No, Hybrid Theory has a soldier on the front cover running uh, with like a butterfly on the Oh, side. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Though. Yeah, no, but I feel like they're just a really just influential Absolutely. band. They're just so, just when they came on the scene, they were just everywhere. They're the Eminem of hard rock, I feel like, mm-hmm. because they are still, they're like the most influential of the direction like music went, but they just could they didn't keep up with yeah. with evolving yeah, to yeah. the reason why they're not in higher stratosphere is because of the albums they made after yeah. minutes to midnight which were borderline unlistenable some were just really bad mm-hmm. and i just which ones did you not really like? i stopped it listening was, after it was god it was the one after minutes to midnight it was called thousand songs and that was fine uh-huh. but it only had like four good songs on it and the rest were like bridge songs to like link the gaps to make it one sort of auditory experience that's fine but i wanted more songs in it per se and then hunters i think was their next album i think and that one was just bad what hunting party yeah Yeah. that one was just not a fan of that one and then they had an edm album that i did not dig either and it was just and then the final one they did before chester died was just i didn't even bother i i I fucking heard the song with halsey and i was like i'm good i'm Uh, good chief damn i'm good reanimation was the one i was thinking of that has like the gundam looking character yes that one yeah that one's okay no but especially just and then oh gosh there's those those two albums were just so good to me and just i can just remember being just as a kid just sitting like looking outside when it was raining and just listening to lincoln park (laughs) like fucking nothing's gonna get better man (laughs) (laughs) and then it did and then it did kind of and okay so lincoln park and number 11 are these in no particular order yeah yeah yeah, these are in no particular order so then this is my other honorable mention is uh Led Zeppelin. Nice. It didn't make the didn't list. Make it. it didn't make it. My problem with Zeppelin <sighs> No, I'm kidding. They're great. Uh-huh. They are the godfathers of rock and roll. Without Led Zeppelin, we do not have hard rock. We don't have the sound we have, we don't have all these other bands. But personally, I just haven't listened to enough of their discography. That's fair. I know the hits. Because that's a big factor yeah. of the top ten for mm-hmm. sure. I definitely know the hits, and I know their influence, mm-hmm. and I know just the big songs, and they're great to put on a jam too. Uh-huh. They're really great to like jam out too. But it's just, I just don't know enough of their music. Just for me personally, to put them on the list. But they barely squeaked it out. The, yeah. Them and ten were like really hard. Mm-hmm. But just Led Zeppelin is just so good. I, yeah, dude, Led, 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 Led Zeppelin is the ultimate moan the lawn music. Yeah, when you're just yeah. mowing the lawn, <laughs> pushing this big ass chunk of grass, and you're like, fuck yeah, and you're just going at it. And just Robert Plant's just operatic, just wail, oh, just yeah. sounds so good with just the guitars. And plus, yeah, it just, it's literally one of the most influential just ripped bands that just, you just let them go, mm. and they'll just play songs for just like eight minutes long, and yeah, you just like keep your fucking team. love it. And you're yeah, just like, dude. And that's yeah. crazy because I, I really, now that you mentioned that, I never really associated them as a band that makes longer songs, but mm-hmm. they really do. Most they of do. them are. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, the you know, Stairway to Heaven's long, but the, most of their stuff is like four or five mm-hmm. higher minutes long, and, but it feels so brief, which is like such a feat to pull off to be able to 
And as hard as it is to keep people's attention, like, the fact that you can do that, that's, uh, with a, that's <coughs> fucking awesome. But, nice, nice, that's fair. Honestly, yeah. I, I'm not upset, I'm not bitter about those at all. Yeah. I feel like I'm not going to be bitter about it, any of yeah. it, but I'll, I'll maybe the, maybe the, you'll be bitter? <laughs> I'll be better. I'll, I'll, I'll be, be better for sure. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be bitter about any of the ones in my top ten, or, uh, uh, I, I wonder if you're going to be bitter about the, my three dishonorable mentions, ooh, or vice ooh. versa, if I'm going to be, yeah, so that's, that's what I'm really excited about, too. Okay, so my top, or my, uh, yeah, hit him with me, Joey, yeah, my, hit him on my me. My honorable mentions, uh, the first one is Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ooh! They didn't make it in the top ten, but they... Ooh, that was hard. That was yeah. that was really hard to leave yeah. them off for me. Yeah, they they be, they were probably the next one I would have taken off if uh, in favor of like two or three other bands, but but um yeah dude but yeah I couldn't I I think that I feel like a big thing for why they're on there for me compared to maybe this the three other ones I was thinking that could have squeaked in were for the honorable mentions at least was just how much I listen to them. Yeah. Like they're, they're probably the, the biggest rock band that my dad introduced me to that I still am like, still love and want to listen to frequently. Mm -hmm. Like feel like there's still more to yeah. explore and more yeah. out. I'm like, cause I listened to, uh, so what was it? Something Academy, uh, Stadium, uh, Stadium Arcadia. Yeah, Stadium Arcadia. Yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah. album. That's great. That's, that's the first one album. I ever yeah. listened to. It's got snow on it. Mm -hmm. and, it's uh, like a 20 song album. That's too. a good it's album like, too. It's very consistent. Yeah. Hey, it was on there. Danny California. Ooh. I remember my brother. It's so funny. It's so funny. He's going to hate me. But he told me, I remember one time we were going, we were all like getting in the car for some shit, getting in the van. My mom was taking us somewhere. And he's just outside being on the lane, Steve, listening to Danny California. And he's like, that bandana, sweet Louisiana, robbing on a bank in the state of Indiana. And he's like obsessed with it and saying it's the best bar ever nah. spit. <laughs> it's just this little white dude <laughs> saying the best bar ever spit was by Damn. fucking rhyme. But it is, dude. Like that, the rhymes, the rhyming and the, yeah. like the word choice, the, the twists and turns of that. I love, that's one of my favorite songs ever. Well, I just feel like Red Hot Chili Peppers just has such just a mainstreamness pull still. Mm -hmm. Like... Like, I, I was and at a no baseball game. And, yeah, they don't have the yeah. corny factor. Yeah, no. they're not corny. Like, mm -hmm. like they're still popular. And because they're, like, kind of a new metal band almost. But mm -hmm. they... Because they still kind of rap, kind of. Yeah. But not really. It's sort of, like... It almost reminds me of, like, Primus or something. Where, like, they have, like, the rapping. But it's all focused around a groove or, like, a bass. Yeah. It's a funky-ass bass. Definitely. And that's just why it is... And plus, just Flea is such a... If Flea and... You know, Anthony are just such big, like, figures in rock and roll, and they right. transcend the band almost, just how big they are. And you still see them everywhere, and you still hear their songs everywhere. Like, I'll be at a baseball game, and I'll hear Snow, and I'll be like, this song goes hard. Mm -hmm. And it's just because, it's just a sound that I feel like a lot of people can just get into, yeah. because, like, I feel like they just provide this ray of light and just a sea of constant, dark, depressing rock music. Mm -hmm. And they're not very, like, angsty. They got yeah. a lot of fun to them. They don't... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Even, like, the... It, there's nothing abrasive about it. It's, nothing it's abrasive, so easy. Yeah. And that can be a good thing, I think, for some mm -hmm. for some rock and roll is that it is abrasive. Mm -hmm. But, like, especially, like you're saying, of the times, I think that's what set them apart. Yeah. Their dynamism and the fact that they didn't weren't, like, abrasive and it made it more mm -hmm. universal just inherently because it was that way but they also yeah, like you said they did like a ton it was very funky they'd have like soft tracks they'd mm -hmm. have rap and stuff there's yeah. like so much influence that, that definitely and the catchiest fucking hooks ever that, but they uh yeah they kept it mixed up so yeah. they're, they're definitely they're in there um and then the next one's nirvana 
Ooh. That was Ooh. a hard one. Pro- I feel like there's no Ooh. certain order to this, but they're probably just above. They're probably above. I, I, I don't know. But, and it's just so it's funny because they're like the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> but I just love everything about about them. Mm-hmm. I love their, their music. I love the, the direction it took in, in music at the time. And it's like, I mean, they've invented garage rock. Yeah, and it's did. just like... Just let's prove yeah. it. They prove how visceral music can be, and like, I think it's insp- it was inspiring for me at a at a young age. I mean, not just because it kind of gets that angst that you're looking to get out, yeah. Uh, but it also, it it makes you confident in like your appreciation of music because it tell it shows you that you don't have to be like mm-hmm. some giant music buff or like nut to feel to feel confident in enjoying or thinking or talking or listening or playing music. Uh, so, and Kurt Cobain, yes. His philosophy of yeah. just everything is, is great. Yeah. I spent a lot of time when I was a senior in my study hall class reading like a thick-ass book about the biography of Kurt Cobain and just learning about every single facet of Kurt Cobain and all about Nirvana and just how much they meant to music and just how influential they were. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say what I have to say about Nirvana because they will appear later on my list. But let me just say... That is horseshit. <laughs> not in the top ten. They changed music, Joey. They changed. They changed music. Oh, no, I pissed you off. No, no, no. Arguably, everyone in my top ten has changed music. Yes, yes, and obviously, as, obviously, all of them have changed music. And I and I will say that I mm. think, although that is one of my favorite things about them, I think that's also something that keeps them from breaking through mm. into. But that's the thing: is if Nirvana had kept going, they would have like. All Definitely. the music and the revolutions, that yeah. they would have adapted mm-hmm. so well and probably continued to be one of the biggest, if yeah. not the biggest rock group ever. Yeah. And so it's, I don't, I feel like that's part of it too, is it got cut off too soon for me. Yeah. I feel like it wasn't just kind of this niche thing mm-hmm. for a little bit that didn't get to fully grow and because it was kind of simplistic compared to what, um, what the rest of the top 10 were for me. I feel like that kind of held it back, but yeah. But maybe, yeah, yeah. It's all right, Joe. Just go on with your slander. <laughs> go on with your slander. Uh, Courtney Love's going to come in here. She's going to shut down oh your podcast. Maybe she's she's going right. to sue your ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Do you think Courtney killed him? Oh, God. Have you ever seen a documentary about that shit? I've, sl- I've seen the doc, HBO doc. Um, uh, the montage of Heck? Yeah. That one was so good. good. I love the animated sequences yeah, in it. But oh, so I'm talking about Kurt and Courtney. That was the documentary... I heard that about was about just if Courtney Love killed him, and okay. it was okay, but the filmmaking was just so bad, okay. and I just couldn't get into it. Did you feel like it was like a valid conspiracy? Because it felt like it just felt like that was. I saw I saw the reviews. I read about it. Yeah. I didn't have standings. It's too fucking so many Nirvana dogs. The only, yeah. I had to take that into account. And Montage of Heck. Its premise sounded more appealing to me yeah. because of it being a personal look into yeah. Kurt rather than like and plus, romanticizing yeah. the situation. I felt like it could easily go that route with trying to prove a conspiracy. Yeah. Definitely think she's a part in it. I'm not, yeah. I don't think she put it, I think he sh- shot himself. Yeah, he definitely shot himself, but I feel like the but reason why he killed himself, she had something to do with it. Yeah. Because they might have both been emotionally abusive to each other. I mean, he wasn't exactly the best. No, they were both they were both in the wrong. Or we're not we're not in the wrong. They were both sort of just the toxic sick, toxic for each other. And they just weren't in the yeah. right situation for each other. Yeah. But no the documentary just its main point was just that Courtney Love hired a private investigator to follow him around before he died. 
Did that actually happen? Is that like that's bad? what? Yeah, I think that I don't know if that's fact for sure, but uh, that's what the documentary said. And why it's been. Have, why the fuck should he? I think she might have thought that she was he was cheating on know. cheating on her, but I don't think he was. I don't, I don't think he was. The book didn't say anything like that. He was just really messed up from yeah. just inside. But I just yeah I don't know. I couldn't really see. I feel like I mean say everything that was wrong with Kurt Cobain. Like the one thing that he seemed to be really a champion of was was respecting women. So like yes, which I definitely. think he, I mean some pe- people make mistakes that so he could have cheated on her and still like had that have been like respectful you know but yeah. I don't think it's all black and white but I don't know well you know the well you know the Kurt Cobain Axl Rose story right Mm-mm. so uh, I, th- I think I've heard, I go ahead so uh, Guns N' Roses and Nirvana were touring together this was maybe in the 90s uh-huh. and um, I think um, Axl Rose had something like had some issue with Courtney Love and then he went to Kurt Cobain and was like hey man take care of your wife or like take care of your woman or something and then Kurt Cobain canceled the tour and they stopped touring together oh shit yeah that's honestly not a good combination anyway I don't, I don't know that's, that's really different musical genres like I, that feels really weird it's like I feel like Guns N' Roses 2 is like the exact opposite of everything that Nirvana stood for <laughs> yeah. like they were like we're not gonna be flashy we're not gonna wear leather and shit or yeah, we're gonna be gonna sort of like natural and they were like and after I was just like, hey man, let's put some theatrics in this. Slash, wear a big hat. <laughs> wear a big hat. Where's your big hat, Slash? <laughs> okay, okay, so go third, on. Third yeah, and final one. This third is very one. different than the other two. It is Fleetwood Mac. Ooh. They were in the top Fleetwood ten, Mac. but somebody pushed them out. Goober, quit scratching the door. Damn it, Goober. She did. I think she's done. <laughs> 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 but yeah, Fleetwood Mac, yeah, for sure. Fleetwood Mac's great. They're... They're like the ultimate like fall, summertime music. Now, do you prefer the Fleetwood Mac with Stevie Nicks, oh, or yeah. who's their male vocalist sometimes? I don't know. See, that's the thing. Too, that's the thing. Like it always just fluctuates with the male vocalist, or just... oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. But um, I was gonna say, I feel like that's uh, part of the reason I couldn't put them in the top ten. Is although like sonically, they're probably one of my favorite sounds. But, because of my favorite music being more soft rock, mm-hmm. but um, I just feel like I haven't delved into them as much as other soft yeah, rock artists I that I couldn't put them in my top ten. But I know like a lot of the hits, and I've yeah. listened to probably four albums by them, and I've, I, yeah, I really like them. Yeah. There's just a lot of just great perseverance in a lot of their songs. Like I think of um, Landslide. That mm-hmm. that 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 that's one of their songs, right? Mm-hmm. That's just a great song, and it's yeah. just. Just what Stevie Nicks is talking about in that song about growing older and embracing your old age. Yeah, dude. It's just so just timeless and just great. And Go Your Own Way is just like a, mm-hmm. just an amazing mm-hmm. breakup song. And it's just, it's really good. It's almost like a fuck you. It's like a great fuck you song. Yeah, but, but it's, it's so has, smooth and nice. and It has such a like genuine feel to it too. Yeah. You, you can tell like it's not like, 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 yeah. It's out of like commitment to make it like be a better person yeah better you're like i'm gonna go my own way and you go your own way yeah, yeah sort of we're not mad at each other but there's no better get out of here and all that's my favorite thing about fleetwood mac is like of all the like emotional things that they touch on is there's never a bitterness like even landslide it's talking about that old age and stuff and it's talking about like the difficulty and the challenge of like accepting that but it never does it in a sense that's like it gives you a sense of hopelessness. It always makes you... It's a very... It's optimistic through and through. Yeah. Chains is a great song. Oh, God. What a great song. Dreams is obviously... Oh! 
So or the chain, not chain. Good. Yeah, so good. Oh, Fleetwood Mac is just great, man. Yeah, really and just I don't know. It's just for me growing up, like I was just so against any type of country or folk music, and yeah, to find either. these older folk bands that have folk tendencies to them, but are still alternative it's rock music. Great. I thought was a great bridge for me to discover more folksy sort of hardcore artists like Neil Young or like yeah. Crosby, Stills and Nash or something. Oh, yeah. But that's just like just uh, I love. I just love Fleetwood Mac, Joey. That's a great pick. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a great pick, and I'm pissed they're not on my list. Yeah, dude, I feel you. Yeah, I'm mad at you now, because that, that, that should have at least made it in your honor. Fuck it. Who the hell's a priest? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to just throw in, like, the main doctor. I want to give someone some new bands. That's fair. You gotta spread the love. You gotta love. spread the love. <laughs> yeah, I was like, do I throw in an obscure-ass band? No, dude, I respect that, because that, that shows... Uh, Shows your commitment to them. Yeah, and the plus, I feel like a lot of rock fans, especially, keep in the old and don't expand into the modern rock. And I'm tired of people saying that rock and roll is dead and it's not alive anymore because it is. It's just been fragmented and spread apart so much Mm -hmm. that newer bands are hard to find. There's a lot of great modern rock bands coming out, and a bunch of the old metalheads don't want to embrace it. And I'm like, I think the the industry is even weaker too in the ethics and like the way the 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 format of how they're being. Yeah, I mean, it's not totally fucked, you know, but I was just listening to one of the Rogan episodes with Black Keys on it. And he was oh, God, that, that, that was a great episode. episode. Yeah, I remember that. And it's just talking about some of the, the bullshit that surrounds it. And it's not like they think that you should limit um, the ability for people to access, uh, like, these SoundCloud rappers that are making a couple songs and getting huge, and then they have careers. And, like, that's that seems to be, like, the kind of mo- the kind of place where music's revolving around is not this, like dedicated mm-hmm. spend your life committed to learning the instruments and playing them and being it's it's almost just becoming like a a hype man on the stage which is cool too i'm not yeah, I mean, don't even know, i love hip-hop and i will say like my favorite hip-hop is the ones that go that go beyond that but i think there is something to be said yeah, about there's definitely the, something for it like that just the like the the hype yeah like the soundcloud hype rap yeah but i don't want to demean yeah. that at all because some of my favorite hip-hop artists are that mm-hmm. and some of my favorite artists locally are, are, are doing things like that um so i think that i think it's just a matter of keeping it balanced to where you because i think the problem with some things that are simple is that they, you can often use them you can often get obsessed with only experiencing that for the purposes of escaping and just yeah. seeking like instant gratification rather than trying to like experience something more profound um and i think you can't and bands are often exclusively trying to do that i mean there's definitely i mean rock bands that i think rock rock especially it's like they've kind of moved away from the pinnacle of rock being these like 80s hair metal Mm -hmm. bands that are getting all the attention and and the um the the advertisement Mm -hmm. and the, the deals and shit but um i think it's it's yeah it's definitely it's extremely important because it's there it there's you need to keep that music diverse and um, I think there's still a lot of incredible and interesting stuff going on with rock it's my favorite genre for sure yeah definitely and it's crazy because rock music is such just an expansive thing that really anyone can add any other element to because some like a subgenre that I didn't really get into is the SoundCloud like a hardcore screamo rap rock and mm. that's like a new subgenre that Jesus, suddenly that come cool. out of nowhere like Groups like, you know, Czar Lord or like, um, no, no, that's, yeah, it's, wait, is it Star Lord? It's Star Lord. It's something like Star Lord. But there's just like a lot of just like great stuff out there. And that's why I was kind of upset that X 
you know, died because he was really sort of progressing that genre with, like, his last couple of songs he did before he died. Mm -hmm. And I was really excited to see where that goes or what where that went. And there's some new artists right now. Like, there's this great artist called Gene Dawson who's really blending just hip-hop and rock in a really interesting way that I feel like can be expanded on. Or hopefully it does. Mm. Who was that? Gene Dawson. Gene Dawson. Yeah, he's yeah. like a he's just like a he's like a rap rocker guy. You know, heeah. he's out here. He's out here. Let's get to the list. Yes, dude. Yeah. Let's get to the let's get in the meat, the potatoes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you go first. Oh God, put me on the fucking spot, Joey. I'm not even gonna comment. I don't think sh so. We can just get through it, read through the list, and then go back through from ten to one and and say why. Okay. All right. Okay. Start from 10. Start, start at 10? Yeah. Okay. Number 10 for me is Weezer. Number 9 is The Pixies. Number 8 is Nirvana. Yeah, goddammit. <laughs> Number 7. It's like 12 for me. I, I got a <laughs> Now you're getting that mad. I'll yeah, like 12 four spots above. <laughs> we, got, we got American Football at 7. We got Rage Against the Machine at 6. Five, we got Queens of the Stone Age. Four, we got Alice in Chains. Three, we've got Tool. Two, we got System of a Down. And we got number one for me is if you know me at all, it's the Smiths. <laughs> always be the Smiths, always, every day, till I die, <laughs> till I die. <laughs> okay, go, go, go through your list, Joey. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, let's do both. Till you tear into me. What was eight? Nirvana. Oh, that's right. No, what was that? What was seven? American football. Yeah, I don't think I have anything to be pissed about. Some of them I haven't even listened to, so mm -hmm. I can't really form an opinion. But anyway, ten. This just feels weird having ten here, but this is again like I don't. I won't go into it. But anyway, ten. Jimi Hendrix. Ooh. Nine. Janis Joplin. Ooh. Eight. Led Zeppelin. Okay. Seven. Rolling Stones. <laughs> Six. The Beatles. Five, the White Stripes. Damn. Four, Neil Young. Oh, he was on it. He, he was almost it. on it. He, he, he almost it. made it on my <laughs> I wanted to put him in there. I fucking love Neil Young. Three, Radiohead. Two, Jeff Buckley. And one, Mrs. My Smiths. If you know anything about me, I'm wearing two things of merchandise. He's got a cuff. Right now. He's got a cuff. He has a hat. I can't wear it forwards, though. It's got a weird bill. Like a kindergartner. Yeah, that's like an old trucker bill. Sorry, to that. It's Grateful Dead. Number one's Grateful Dead. Of course, Grateful Dead. And Dead and Co. combined, I feel like. Because Dead and Co. would be two. But they're two different bands, obviously. I like Grateful Dead more than Dead and Co. But they're not very, very different. But they're different enough. And I feel like that's my way of getting John Mayer in Yeah, Because I fucking love John Mayer. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! He did. He is in that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. It's his now. best music too. It's his like, best music. Oh, hands down. Wow, you're talking shit on John Mayer now. It just gives him. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think. He, I think he would say it's his best music too, honestly. Yeah. Because he even says like he started to get bored and feel like he hit a wall to where there's really nothing else to do with music until he did did Dead and Co. Mm. And that opened up a whole new world for him to be able to like. Because I think first and foremost he's always been a guitarist, mm -hmm. and I mean he's a great singer too, and he has like I think he makes great soft rock jams like bops, you know. But him unleashing a a, a bopper a bopper <laughs> with that much guitar skill unleashing their psychedelic riffs, dude, is 
It's a powerful thing. <laughs> okay. And that's why I love so much about it too is it transformed him. It like made him into it just added a whole new layer to his to his career and like what he was capable of. So Okay, so I saw you snicker when I said Weezer number ten. You did? <laughs> I did. I saw you snicker when I said Weezer number ten. So let's go to number ten. We'll start at our ten. Don't mine worry, was, they're not in my dishonorable. Mine was mentions. mine was Weezer and yours was Hendrix. Hendrix? This feels weird. This does feel weird, okay. So first let's get to the Weezer. Why I love Weezer so much. And why they're definitely better. Let me preface it with that. <laughs> I of course no. That, that that's really the issue, okay. you're gonna say no. No. Well, that just me personally, okay. He's definitely a better guitarist. Ooh, of course, of course. Okay, yeah. okay whatever. Okay, okay. Good. Let's go. just I wanna I wanted to establish it. Yes, go ahead. Of course he is. But Weezer is just just garage rock at its absolute best. And I know what everyone's saying. Evan, what about Weezer when they started getting shitty and poppy? <laughs> yes, I agree with you that they have gone down a very bad path. Uh. And I am not there for the ride. Albums like Hurley, they had an entire cover album. I think it was called the Teal album. And then there was a one that was a spaceman on it. Wasn't a fan of any of those. Haven't they done some like parody music too? Maybe not so far. It's not parody. Like... It's just covers. They oh, they had an entire cover album. And when I saw them live, they played Africa. Okay, that's just right. fine. But yeah. I was like, whatever. But no, the, the the blue album especially, I think, is like a really important album for garage rock in general. Just say it ain't so. Yeah. Buddy Holly, yeah. the sweater song, yeah. so many great classic songs, and then the green album after. No wait, next was Pinkerton, and Pinkerton, I think is great, but it's kind of their more obscure album. But it's a personal fan favorite because Blue is just so fucking vast and fucking famous. But Pinkerton has great <laughs> songs like oh, El Scorcho, Tired of Having Sex, uh, Pink Triangle, great, great songs. And then the Green Album has some really great hits, like Hash Pipe. You have um, Island in the Sun, which is one of the most famous hits from that album. And just, I don't know, man, just Weezer, just those first three Weezer albums really just spoke to, spoke to me at a time when I just needed that real hard groovy rock and rivers cuomo is really just relatable sort of just nimpish everyman type of lyrics is very just easily expressible to sort of everybody because it gets to a point where these rock stars get so big and so massive that they become less relatable because you know like freddie mercury is, is such an and powerful, just huge figure. It gets kind of hard to relate with him sometimes with his personality. But someone like Rivers Cuomo, is nimbish, sort of like the everyman, is very easy to relate to, especially the musical styles what they were talking about. And plus, you got nerdy shit in there too. Like they're mentioning X Men and Dungeons and Dragons. So if you're just a nerd in general, you just dig on Weezer. Mm. So give me your Weezer criticism, Joey. Give, I actually give... don't. I don't know why I snickered. I really don't. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was because. I think like the way people look at me and probably assume I'm a Grateful Dead fan, I think they, I can look at you and assume you're a Weezer fan. Yes. <laughs> and that think, does make sense. I think that's why I laughed was because it was too fitting. Um, but I find it funny that, I guess I found it funny too that they were above Nirvana. Or no, they weren't above Nirvana. They were above Zeppelin. They were above, yeah, yeah. They were above Zeppelin. <laughs> which, is, which is crazy <laughs> to say, but for me it's because I've listened to more Yeah, considering the three factors for sure. For sure. And that's, honestly, that's really all I need to say about Hendrix because I think he would probably, if I really went hard into some Hendrix, he'd probably climb up there for Definitely. spots, no doubt. As mm -hmm. far as personal favorites, again, I just haven't listened to yeah. as much of him. I've listened to 
like the three biggest records yeah. by him. But the three most like influential classic rock songs yeah. of all time. Yeah, exactly. You got Hey Jude. You got uh, All on the Watchtower. Yeah. You got Purple Haze. Yeah. Just like those three songs, just in general, are just such great songs. Which is the rock. Some of the most covered yeah. songs. Uh, honestly, all, well, so I know that. Do all along the yeah. Watchtower is insane. Well, all on the Watchtower was a Bob Dylan song that's originally right, yeah, yeah, that's first true. before yeah, Jimi Hendrix covered it, and I prefer the Jimi Hendrix version. Yeah. Or the Bob Dylan version for sure, yeah, yeah. because Dylan's great, but yeah. just and plus Hendrix is. I'm glad to hear that because that could have got ugly. Oh, but Dylan's <laughs> great. I love Bob Dylan. Video for Michael Jackson's bag. Yeah, really? yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, he directed that. Yeah, I never knew that. That's yeah, so cool. I that's knew he had like done some Michael Jackson shit, but I didn't know he did that. Yeah, video. that's crazy. Huh? That's so cool. Yeah, that's a great music video, but it starts kind of weird, where he's got a kid Michael Jackson walking around dressed up as Michael Jackson. I didn't remember. Yeah, that was kind of weird. But okay, so let me give you why I didn't. Yeah. Three guess the, those three songs are just so influential for me and just what they do. But besides those three songs. I can't think of a lot of Jimi Hendrix except for his America when when he did the national anthem. Voodoo Child. Voodoo Child, yeah, that yeah, that's one for sure. So yeah, Jimi Hendrix is great. And if you've seen any 70s war movie ever, his songs will be featured. If you've seen any war movie ever, all in the watchtower will be in that movie. Followed by Creedence Clearwater for Bible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> followed. Crosstown tra traffic's another great one. Uh, hey Joe is great. Uh, CI is great. Yeah, that that's why I meant instead of Hey Jim and Hey Joe. Oh, I, gotcha, like, gotcha. that's a I was gonna say, song. I was like, did he? I thought that was a Beatles. Yeah, that's a Beatles song. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, that's totally fair. I can understand that, and that's why he was ten for me. So um, yeah, but so, yeah, but yeah, I like Weezer too. I mean, that was. I mean, uh, Say It Ain't So is probably my favorite song to do. That's a rock rock song. Band, so. Oh, dude, that's a <laughs> rock band classic. Oh, that was that rock band too, that good ass rock band. <laughs> yeah. When like they got all the songs ready oh, and they shit. finally, you know, got the guitars to work right, so they were all fucked up. Right. So like it was just great rock band too. Got me into so much good rock music. Yeah, the really bands really. I didn't even know about mm. were just in rock band too, and mm -hmm. I just still listen to them today. It's great. Yeah, dude. If it weren't for rock band, I would not listen to the IAS anymore. I don't know if I would have found them again mm -hmm. if I hadn't looked for maps. Maps. Oh. But now, that's a good. Listen. If we're doing top ten rock. Singles to cry to, Maps yeah. is on there oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> that I, say, I would say is even more alt, gets more into alternative. Yeah, like I'd definitely more indie alt. rock. Yeah, indie rock. What is indie rock? Yeah. That, that's I such don't know a what rock is, blanket dude. term. I mean, these are even like these are all these are whatever all, bands. These, are, these really, are whatever rock bands. If you have a guitar, you're, you you can be on the list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on to nine. Nine. So oh, okay. Let me pull it up on my phone real quick. Closed. Okay, for nine, I had the Pixies. That's right. Really, really just great yeah, punk 80s band. Just one of the, just the, really just gave the way for just new wave punk. And it was just so great. And just, man, just those first couple of Pixie albums. Like, like Doolittle, I think, is just such an influential album mm -hmm. for me personally. You got... Monkeys, you got um, Monkeys in Heaven is a great track. You got um, Here Comes Your Man, an even better track. Mm -hmm. And then the, the time when I found about the Pixies was a time so important for me when I discovered filmmaking or ju just the love of film because I watched Fight Club nice. originally and they have Where's Where, that? Where's My Mind, which is an amazing track. Mm -hmm. And the thing about the Pixies that is so great is just 
Their singer sounds just so weird. And it seems like if you put him on any other group, he would sound bad. But yet he just sounds so just great and just disturbing, but yet very just rhythmic. And it's just very enjoyable to listen to. And it gets you really pumped. And I remember seeing them live actually a couple years ago. And I was worried that they weren't going to have all their flavor because, it, you know, they were popping in the 80s. So I was wondering... Because usually bands fall off sometimes with their performance when, when they've been around for a while somewhat. But they were just, they were on it. They were so good. And the crowd was really into it. And I actually saw Pictures and Weezer together. They toured together. And that was a great show. I would, so that's why I'm putting them in 9 and 10. But mm -hmm. Pixies, just for what they did, just for just how they just were so impactful in my life. And just where it was for just at that time. Just, Pixies just has to be on the list just somewhere. That's fair. Yeah, totally makes sense. Well, mm -hmm. what, what was your night? It was Janis Joplin, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Janis Joplin. Yeah. I just... Yeah, you, you go. I was just going to say, yeah. yeah, I love her. I haven't listened to a ton, a ton of her, mm -hmm. but I mean, I've heard, like, some of the Jefferson Airplane stuff. I know, like, all of her classics, and um, Pearl's is really the only album I've listened to, but that was, like, probably... Um, it's probably one of, my top, one of my favorite albums I've heard in the last five years mm -hmm. hands down but um again she's higher up there just because i haven't listened to nearly as much she could probably she's probably my f favorite female vocalist mm -hmm. um yeah. especially within rock mm -hmm. i don't know if overall maybe i mean stevie Ooh, makes just great you like her more than stevie nicks probably so. i don't know but stevie's like such a is is janice made stevie where does where does avril levine Rank. Where does she rank? Yeah, where, where, where does she rank inside <laughs> that? Inside the power rankings, <laughs> no, the best no, female I, rock. Hello, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Christina's not even rock. What about uh, Gwen Stefani? What Gwen about Stefani? I like I like Gwen. Yeah, I like Gwen Stefani from from what I have heard, which again isn't a ton, but it's really not a ton. Um, let me just get this out so I can stop crinkling in the mic. Oh, nice. Yeah, some up. ASMR of some yeah. some blizzards. Some blizzards. <laughs> 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 Um, All right. So okay. So when you say Janis Joplin, are you sparking it? Yeah, I'm sparking it. Astra. I know about her, but I have been borderline uh. neglectful when it comes to Janis Joplin. Cause I just feel like I haven't listened to enough of her music. I haven't just experienced enough of her. I really only know about Janis Joplin based around the tragedy that she died. Right. And she's part of the Twenty One Club, or is it Twenty Seven Club? Twenty Seven Club. Yeah, Twenty Seven Club. Yeah. And that's just just. <laughs> It's shitty that she's remembered that way for me personally, but mm -hmm. I think like I know her songs. I've heard them in commercials before, yeah, and like movies and around. And I know her take voice. Take little piece of my heart, dude. It's like yeah, it's a classic song. And my grandma really likes her, so nice. when so I remember my grandma always playing her when I was a kid. So mm -hmm. I, that's a great list, and I feel like you're right. She is a really influential female vocalist because when did she die? Like seventies, and she's still she remembered so fondly. Very early seventies, it yeah. has to be early sixties. Yeah, and there's just so much like I think most people traveling at that time too. I, she was like the one of the, the the biggest losses for soft rock, folk, Americana type type stuff because she was like the fucking. She's so young. And yeah, started so young and mm -hmm. was just. Was she at Woodstock? Poetic person, man. Yeah, she played a yeah, she's a Woodstock. I'm pretty sure. Damn, I was I was upset that Woodstock forty didn't happen. Yeah, that was kind of that was crazy that didn't happen at all because they did it for twenty years, right? Because they did in the nineties, but that nineties one turned into like a shit show, and a bunch of people got hurt because because Limp Bizkit 
fuck it, whatever. <laughs> we'll get an Olympic biscuit later for sure. Believe me, Fred will come up. <laughs> you, we will discuss Fred Durst. <laughs> but uh, his name's Fred Durst. His name's Fred Durst. Isn't that the name of the guy who murdered like the big real estate dude, the HBO doc? Or what, you know, wasn't Fred. We're talking about Johnny. Are you talking about uh, Bob Versace. Durst? Bob, Bob Durst. Okay. I think they're talking about Versace. I was like, was he? Was he? Was he uh, no, was that was no, that was Gianni Versace. Yeah, we're <laughs> thinking of that. Um, that show. American crime story. Thing. No, that's a good show. Yeah, after I only watched the OJ season, but yes, yeah, yeah, me too. I've only seen the OJ one, but. I was a little weirded out with uh, Cuba playing OJ. Dude, honestly, that was the biggest letdown of that show. Like, he did a great job acting, but, but he, he just wasn't like swole enough. He wasn't swole enough. He was so OJ. tiny. And everybody else looked exactly. Yeah. Darden, Cochran, and uh, uh, Sarah Paulson's character. What was yeah. her name? What was her name? Uh, Marsha. Uh-huh. Marsha something. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was great in it, too. And yeah. the guy that they... And they all looked very yeah. similar. Like, yeah. spot on. Kardashian was great, too. Yeah, had oh, swimmers yeah. Kardashian. Yeah. He was good, too. Yeah. Yeah, and then everybody was yeah, just I was like, why the fuck did they get snow dogs to play? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's keep it moving. Yeah, we still gotta get to our three dishonorable Yeah, ones. oh my god, this is um, gonna run along. So <laughs> we got do for this next one, let's keep moving because I think we're over an hour in now. Let's do We are? Uh-huh. I think we're an hour. We're speeding through, dude. No, we're not. We started like six uh, we started like five. We started like six. We're an hour ten. We're an hour ten. Oh yeah, it's right there. Well, I'm not looking down. Holy shit, Joe! This is gonna go. That's alright. Let's long. go. Let's go to hour twenty. We can pack in for the next time. Finish it up. Because I feel we like finish it up. Well, I don't think it'll I really... feel like we've talked a lot, and this could go two hours. You want to do a two hour one? <sighs> Let's do raw two hours. Hour thirty at most. Because I don't know if people will listen for two hours. I'm pretty interesting. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk to you for two hours. I'm pretty fun. Let's just see where it goes. I just feel like there's. I don't want to get too much in the space of where we're just sitting here talking about mentioning a couple songs from each thing, and people are like, "Oh yeah, let's let's." That's good. Why would I listen? You're just saying your favorite songs from your favorite. Like I already know your favorite people. Yeah. Okay. So So go into the next. Do the next. Do eight through four. four, Because I feel like that. that, Okay. Covers like an and then and song. then if we have any major introductions, we'll mm-hmm. just tuck it. Okay. So My, don't even cover like your favorite songs from them, and why? Just talk about experience wise, kind of like why the shows. When yeah. You've seen them and like why the order is. You want us to cut off the fat? Okay. Yeah, here we yeah, go. Yeah. Okay. So number eight through four, I got Nirvana, at eight. I got American Football at seven, uh-huh. and I got Rage at six, and I got Queens of the Stone Age at five. I haven't listened to them at all, but I've heard of them. Yeah. So Nirvana. This, I can go on forever about how much yeah, I like Nirvana. They're amazing, great, yeah. uh, influential for everybody. Everyone should listen to them. So why are they lower than all these other bands? Uh, it's just, for me personally, I, they just didn't release enough music. Yeah, that's fair. And that's, that's me being a Smiths fan. They only have five albums. You just Nirvana look- only has four, four albums? Because they got Bleach, Nevermind, In Utero, and Incesticide. And then their cover, and then their um, MTV Live album, which right. is the best MTV Live probably ever just Kurt Cobain's songwriting the music the drumming everything's great yeah love them but um and then we got American Football at 7 um I put American Football in because it's one of the most one of my favorite um bands from a new genre that I've been discovering over the last couple of years which is math rock which I can't even describe it it's really just sort of rhythmic layering of different guitar like chords onto each other to make a strange beat almost it's very, it's almost like rock jazz, almost. It's oh, very cool. freeform. Yeah, that's And that's what I like about American football so much, because there's really no song structure. It's just very 
off the dome. Are they longer songs? Are they? They're not. Me? They're not longer songs. Okay, they're so three, they just minutes. brief kind of. Yeah. Are they structured yeah. still? Or are they kind of like? Uh, they're not very structured. But this completely destroys my Nirvana take because they only have three albums and they have such a wide gap of their music because they started out in 1999. And that was their first album. That's their main album, which is American Football LP1. Mm -hmm. And then they made American Football LP2, which came out in 2018, which is a long gap. Mm -hmm. And it was a very... Oh, it, was, it was a good album, though. But then their next album, which came out, I think, last year, and it was American Football LP3. And that one was really good. And I really liked the songs on it. And just I'm just excited to see if they release more music. And this is just a nice little band that I think more people should yeah. listen to. And they're not dead or broken up yet. No. So and, they're, and they're so Midwest-based. Yeah, nice. And they're, they're all from Chicago, I think. I think I'd heard that before. Yeah. They're from Midwest. That's yeah. cool. Okay. And then, six, I gotta put Rage. I gotta put Rage yeah. in there. Rage is just too good. They're just, just what, just they meant for just, alter, no, not even alternative, what's it called, um, new metal, just how they just bursted on the scene with that sound and how everyone was biting them after even Linkin Park and it's just everybody started just copying their sound and trying to do what they were doing when they came out with the first Rage's Machine album in the early 90s and just that first album especially is just hit after hit yeah. after hit and it just gets you pumping just gets your blood pumping so much best music to work out to I feel like oh, is yeah. Rage yeah and there's the just the strong political messages that still ring true today it's just Baffling. Yeah, it's cool that they're coming back. It's definitely cool that they're coming back. Right. Yeah. So I, I wish they would release more music instead of just. Yeah, that's you know, just if, playing. Yeah. yeah. If you want to hear that's an interesting true, thing, um, Zach Wild made an LP. No, no, not Zach Wild. Zach De La Roca, the lead mm -hmm. singer of um, Rage, he made a LP called uh, Day as a Lion, which is um, just him and more rock stars. Or, uh, it's, like, it's, it's almost like a super group, but I don't know the other members, and it's like just him rapping over some great rock beats. That, that's, if you want more Rage, but not as Rage, get that. Mm -hmm. And don't listen to Prophets of Rage. That shit is some bullshit. <laughs> that's Rage in the Machine, but it has the two guys from, I think, Public Enemy on it, but without Zach. And oh, okay. it's just it's not my thing. But, okay, so we got to get to five. Five? Queens of the Stone Age. They're the best example of a weird genre I had to call desert rock, which is sort of this weird, almost hypnotic rock and roll you would expect to hear like in blistering heat while you're on the beach or something. And mm. it's not beach rock. It's almost you can feel just the, the temperature almost in their music. And it's just very hypnotic. Mm. And just... I feel like they've been one of the most underappreciated just rock bands that have been consistently making great music. When, when did they come out? They came out in the... Their first album came out in 2000. Okay. And actually, for their second album, um, Songs for the Deaf, they had... Um, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I'm, I'm going to sound like a dumbass for not knowing his name. The the drummer for Nirvana and the leads... Dave, Dave, Dave Grohl. They had Dave Grohl drumming on their album for him. Oh, nice. And he was a, he's been a supporter of them for a while. And they actually formed a super group called um, Them Crooked Vultures with um, Dave Grohl, um, the bassist from Led Zeppelin, and the lead singer from um, Queens of Stone Age. Really great group. I would mm. suggest them, too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Queen, Queen, Queen of Stone Age, great. Yeah, I'll probably listen to them first out of all the things you suggested. Because mm -hmm. most of the other ones I've listened to a bit, but I've heard of them, and I keep, they keep slipping through my radar. Um, so, you'll have to check them out for sure. Yeah. Give me a four, Joey. <laughs> Give me a four. <laughs> wait, what's your four? Because yours, you did five, right? Oh, no, wait. Wait, yeah, four, yeah, four was my, uh, 
Oh, no, wait. I thought we were doing... Uh, eight to four. Eight, eight to four, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we do top three. Yeah, number four for me is... Uh, Alice in Chains. Was it really? I didn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I love Alice in Chains. Just that growl. Just what's well, not even a growl? It's like a whine. It's like a, it's, it's like gargle. I love it. It's just like. <laughs> oh yeah. Here, here come the rooster. <laughs> love it. But <laughs> that's my favorite part of that song. God. I saw them in the summer, dude. I tell you that. Oh, I saw you them did. Fucking corn, bro. Yes, you did. How is their new lead singer? Is he? He's really good. I, that that that's what I've heard. I haven't listened yeah. to all their newer music, but yeah, I, dude, their new album. I listened to it before I went there, and it was really. That's yeah, really. What, good what's too. it called again? Uh, rainy, rainy or fall, black, black rain. Something like, something like that. Something like that. Mm. But yeah, it's really good, dude. And they they were great. Corn is great. I was too fucked up at that show, though, so I couldn't... I couldn't <laughs> mosh, dude, the mosh was intimidating. No one moshed until Fever. They're, dude, Max showed me this group. They're, like, kind of... They're, like, hip-hop cross with metal. And their drummer is, like, the most entertaining drummer I've ever seen in my life. This dude does, like, backflips in Shit. time with the music. Like, we'll stand up on the stool, scream, do a backflip, land it, get back on, and get in time with the drums. And Holy just be on it. And it's, like... He's, it's backflips. Yes, backflips. Holy Back shit! And drummer, it's fucking nuts, dude. God damn. But check them out. Um, they're a really cool band. I need to listen to them more. I haven't since then. Uh, I just feel like I'm like I said. I need. I love being at the show. I feel like there's a lot of times I'm just oh, yeah. in my car, sitting at home, like, let's fucking go. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> yeah. But they're. Uh, um, I, I do have, like, periods. I just I come, I come back and forth. Or, or, or I come back later. Yeah. It's not... My periods don't happen every month. Yeah. <laughs> no, your periods don't happen they every month? Like my mental periods. <laughs> your, your mental periods don't happen every month? They, they happen. I crashed out when, uh, every about four months. I find... Oh, uh, just... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, so, but... No, you go. Well, uh, yeah, so they played with corn too, and corn. That was when they started moshing out. It was, it was like half, it was like a thousand people in the mosh, and I was just they're running in the pit, and I'm like, oh yeah, when they start circling for that. Yeah, and it feels like a, it feels like a, like a western, and they're all circling around <laughs> yeah, you. Or it feels like, or it feels like like uh, the outsiders or some shit. You're like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, like is this weed and is this a rumble? <laughs> Are we doing a rumble right now? <laughs> But well, Alice in Chains for sure is yeah, just they're one great of the, bands. They're one of the four, three or four that almost made an honorable mention. They just again don't feel like I've listened to enough of them to be. But they're like yeah. one of my favorite rock. Have you listened ever. to their um, acoustic album they did called Jar of Flies? Yes, that's that's one of my favorites they did. I I really appreciate them because they had a weird sensibility for me where they were they felt like one of the only rock bands that they felt really good in grunge. But they also felt really good in the acoustic environment too, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of grunge bands that really couldn't go over for me. Like I don't think Pearl Jam makes good yeah. acoustic mo- huh. songs I like that well. Those, I, like I mean, yeah, yeah, but you know, just just Alice in Chains for sure, and Lane Staley's death for what it just meant for just grunge music and how that was like a signifying death of grunge music in itself was his death. Just how mm. it coincides is kind of. Crazy. When did he die? Was it recently? It was 2000s. Oh, it was early so 2000s. They broke up and for it was, a long while and then got the new singer. Yeah. No, it was shitty because just the way they found him, like, he was just dead in his room and no one knew where he was at for just a fat minute. Oh, damn. And it was, like, shitty, bro. But, no, Lane Staley's great. His music lives on forever. And just, just if you want just pure, just, 
you really get the sense of just his sadness and his depression through his wailing in the songs. And that's just something that's carried out through all of their music. Mm. And even the new lead singer, I feel like, has a really good, just whiny, just angsty, just <laughs> groan throughout their music that you have to have if you're Alice in Chains almost. Mm. But great band. Ugh, love them. Yeah. Give me your four, Joey. Oh, yeah, you might eight through four. Eight through four, yeah. Yeah. Cover that, yeah. yeah. So eight was Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Um, they will, I could, no, no, they're about, they're probably where they would stay. They're honestly, great. Because they're, yeah, they're amazing. But again, like my stuff starts to get significantly softer here until mm-hmm. maybe. Soft boy. Yeah. I turn soft maybe, at the very top. <laughs> I turn soft. <laughs> I, I get softer. The, yeah, I get soft I get, at the mountain top. But then at the last second, I just get into the, the psychedelic jams. And yeah. Then, <laughs> and, and then I just get crazy. Yeah. But yeah, it's just kind of, it gets real calm and quiet, and then it's both calm and quiet with a little space exploration. It's <laughs> <laughs> what I will call their, their music. Space yeah, exploration. They're, they're like Americana in outer space. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Led Zeppelin, probably it's because they're heavier, but they have great soft stuff too. But the only heavy band above that is Radiohead for... Very, for more personal reasons than, okay. than like a ta- just personal taste I guess rather than like thinking they're a better band or more influential and then White Stripes is another thing because they're even like they're not nearly as they're what five and they're not nearly as influential I would say as Led Zeppelin not I mean obviously because Led Zeppelin's more influential on them than anything but just Jack White as an artist in general yeah. his, some of the stuff too and I feel like just uh his his style and uh, maybe just the I think the range of his music is a little more diverse uh-huh. than maybe Led Zeppelin. Yeah. They kind of have either softer stuff or heavier stuff. Yeah. Whereas it's more of a spectrum with white stripes. Yeah, you know, exactly I feel like that for sure. And even if the drumming's simple, people get on the drumming's not okay. Shut the fuck up about the drumming. Fuck yeah, you. It's, it's good. It really is. It's and chunky it's and it fits the music so, so well. Right. Get out of here. The people that say that shit are the ones that listen to fucking. Or no, what's her name? Is it Meg White? Meg White. Yeah. Get get off of Meg White. Damn it. The She's great. The people saying that shit are the ones that have only heard Seven Nation Army. Though. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. They're big music buffs and they're like, Ooh. I know shit and. I fucking heard Seven Nation at a soccer game. Fuck you. That shit was easy. I could have written that. Fuck you. Why didn't you? Yeah, exactly. Okay, but... It's still a great song. Yeah, so, okay, so that was... So, so eight is Led Zeppelin. What, it, what was your seven? Seven is Stones. Over stones? The okay. But I still grapple with that. <sighs> what? Dude, I'm how? not a Stones guy, per se. Stones are okay. You're disagreeing with me so much more than I am with you, Evan. I'm insulting. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Joey. Joey, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I, this is no attack against you personally. You, no, know, you know I adore you. Yeah. But... Right, okay. You can't be my friend enough. <laughs> if you don't like what I don't like, that means you don't like me personally. Exactly. It's but <laughs> No, okay. Stones, I get it. Mm. I get what they did for music. Right. You had to include them somewhere in the conversation like because Max, of what they did for music. Max has this perspective too, so I totally and with the Beatles, so I totally understand. But but yeah. I feel like they really only have for me personally, I really only like paint it black. And satisfaction. Really? Those are like my two songs that I like from it. All the other ones Sympathy are. For the Devil? No. Not even know it. Not a fan? Don't even know it. 
You haven't heard that? That's the one that's used in all I, of the I should I should probably check Here, it out. Let me play it right now. This is the first part of it because you know this. I probably, I probably I'll, might. I'll play it for two seconds and you'll fucking know it. Don't be copyrighted, Joey. Don't be copyrighted. But it's two seconds and I'll pitch shift it maybe. Okay. I'll pitch shift it. <laughs> the stones, stones, will they sue? I'll just play two notes. Yeah, bro. You're gonna, Mick, Mick Jagger's going to come in here and be like, give me my Actually, money. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'll just sing it. I'll just sing it like off key or something. Do it. Be. Do it. Hit me with voice. it, Christina. Put up your hand. Do it like, do it like <laughs> Christina does. <laughs> but no, dude. Honestly, they have some of the most incredible albums. It's not even just songs. I feel. Have you ever listened to their albums? Uh, yeah. That's the problem is that I can't really. You know what? I, can, I, into them. I can't fairly say that I don't like them. I'm sort of indifferent. I know some of their songs yeah. and I like some of their songs, but I haven't taken the deep dive because for me, they're like the jaws of like music that's fair enough. like like, like yeah. they're just so popular everyone knows about them but so long the and the symbol has them. been like more of a more iconic thing for me all the rolling stones and their music mm-hmm. personally mm-hmm. i feel like they've been symbolized so much and turned into a marketing thing like them right. and kiss well you know i feel like there's a difference between them and kiss yeah kiss for kiss sure they're like i like so- I mean, like, yeah, Rolling Stones is better than Kiss. Yeah, 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 we can say that for sure. But, which there's some Kiss stuff that I like. I mean, big, all the big stuff. But that's the Guitar thing. Rock I mean, City. I, yeah, but I've never listened to albums by them. But I feel like I don't know. I don't imagine I would. If it's all more of the same, I don't think I could enjoy it for that much longer. But the Stones have like. They cover a lot of ground, more than you'd think before listening I, to them. You know what? After you're, after you're you telling me this, I think I will try oh, yeah. to listen to them. I think you'll enjoy them. Basically, if you like Neil Young, I think it's almost impossible not to like Rolling Stones. So, yeah. I mean, it's a little different. Um, and they definitely, it's harder to really love them, like, nearly as much as the Beatles, because I feel like they, I mean, Mick Jagger. Yeah. But, I mean, he's still, the music's incredible, he's a great musician, and, I yeah. mean, just, and just for their perseverance of still touring and making music this old uh-huh. into their career, I feel like it's very good. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, totally, but they have, they have tons, I would say listen to Sticky Fingers and Let It Bleed first, and then, um, oh, what's the album with? Fucking sympathy for the devil on it. Um, it's got the bathroom stall on it. Bathroom stall? Yeah, it's, it's like a bathroom stall. It's the picture. But actually, I think they might have taken that one back. Is that a reference to the rumor about David Bowie and Mick Jagger? Oh, I don't know. I don't know Dude, I, I didn't know that was a rumor that they boned. Yeah, apparently. Wow. Apparently. That would be crazy. Apparently. No way! I, I <laughs> it, it might be George Michael. Might might be in yeah. the mix. It's between either of those three. I know George Michael has. Uh, been thought to yeah lost losing gay but who knows but anyway so yeah they're uh, Rolling Stones are great in my opinion and uh, but not as good as the Beatles okay so okay so next was your Beatles right this is Beatles okay that's six, fa- six? okay honestly I think the, uh, I like the Beatles Beatles gotta be good. above the white stripes for me too I would change that Beatles would be five well, you're switching it up yeah. okay so white stripes is six now and yeah. Beatles is five yeah okay so because the White Stripes are yeah. more similar to the Beatles to me than... Uh, maybe not, never mind. They're more it's probably similar to Led Zeppelin. They're kind of right in between Led Zeppelin and the Beatles. But yeah. Beatles had some heavier shit. Yeah, definitely. I think Beatles, just for what they did for psychedelic music and where mm-hmm. they took it, was just very... Holds high for me. And plus, I really like just how they sonically evolved, too. For and sure. I just really... I, I, I even like their kitschier, older stuff where it gets very poppy and very fun. Uh-huh. But then you get into the weird, like... 
you know, like mm-hmm. strawberry strawberry cool. fields forever. That's yeah. one of my favorite songs by them. They like, did, uh, they really did what I feel like Nirvana was go- would have. Yes, I, I completely agree with the you. image that was projected. Yeah, because them. in utero was that transition uh-huh. where they were totally going away from poppy songs. Mm-hmm. They have borderline like songs you can't even play on the radio, like Rape yeah. Me or something, and you're like, mm-hmm. what are you trying to do? And they're like, we're trying to mold our figure now, mm-hmm. and. Totally. And they, de- Beatles definitely did it very successfully, right. and plus just the aura around John Lennon and Paul McCartney is undeniable <laughs> in the rock world. Right. Like you can't even bring anyone up, and and it's a pure debate on who you prefer, Paul or John. Yeah, I personally prefer Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out! A lot of people go to George Harrison. That's like the yeah. He's like one of the most unappreciated. He's probably the most unappreciated for how incredible he was as a musician have you ever heard of the traveling wilburys huh. that's a super group with george harrison bob dylan uh petty's in it petty's oh, in the band fuck, dude and i definitely check oh look look, look them up right now and tell and look at the members and roy oberson's in it too what are they called the traveling wilburys it's insane it's like probably the best lineup of a super group ever and they make sort of folksy sort of contemporary rock and roll but they but they but they um quit because Roy Oberson died and they only made one album together oh wow yeah that's so cool dude the only super group that I had heard Bob Dylan play with was the basement tapes mm-hmm. the band the band's great too have you seen yeah. that doc the last Watts? no that's a Scorsese music doc too rock doc mm-hmm. one of one of the best. Scorsese makes all the rock docs. He does, this. dude. He's, he's a little, little he's, He used to be a little hippie boy now. Little he's hippie like, boy. He's a little, like, a uh, little uh, classy. Rich boy. Old man. Old mob. man. He, old... Turned in, he started dressing like the mobster he made movies about. <laughs> I think he's got that status now. He's yeah, like, I'm sure. fuck. Yeah, don't give dude. a fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's so cool. I'm definitely gonna have one Okay, so okay, so we're going. We're, so we did Beatles. So then four was old, old Neil, old uh, Neil Young. <laughs> I can distinctly remember me going to the library when I was uh, maybe a sophomore in high school, and caught and uh, checking out a tape uh, and a CD for Neil Young's greatest hits and burning it on my computer and then putting it on my iPod and I just I love that fucking. Oh God! So many great songs from Neil Young. That's that is really these last four are really my favorites because I could out of all the three categories of which we're measuring these by, I know if I just sat here, I could keep naming off songs and mm. like moments of my life where I I listened yeah. to them and like they were definitely important. Yeah, you know, like if I was mm-hmm. really hardcore connecting yeah. with them, feeling like it's like my life. <laughs> yeah. and plus and plus Young just makes such impactful songs that are also catchy but also have a lot of meaning and depth to them just like dylan did Mm -hmm. and you know like songs like old man heart of gold Mm -hmm. have just such just personal connections and what you're going through throughout your life and what that Mm -hmm. means to change almost and what you're looking back on yeah it's just very just it's like you're looking like 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 neil young is almost pointing you towards just what you eventually have to deal with throughout your life yeah dude he really has a knack for that and putting it in like the most poetic terms yeah and then plus and then plus songs that really retell great tragedies also in a very poppy way that 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 you listen to and then you look at the lyrics and you're like did i just hear that like Mm -hmm. southern man Mm -hmm. and ohio especially like 
the just the fact that Neil Young made a retelling of the Kent State killings right. is just very poetic and it, it definitely fits in the genre of Ohio being a depressing subject matter for a lot of songs. Like uh-huh. there's a I can we can make a top ten depressing songs with the word Ohio <laughs> or about Ohio. <laughs> that real quick. I'm honestly that would be great. It, that would be great to inform me on because I didn't. If we ever do like an Ohio episode, which would be great, a great episode, honestly, uh, we can cover that because I'm I I I've definitely I feel like the Midwest in general gets like a. This place is depressing. Yes. Kind of rap to it, mm-hmm. bleak rap to it, but mm-hmm. uh, Ohio especially too. I mean, it is statistically one of the most depressed states in the country mm-hmm. for, I mean, for many reasons, whether it's, you know, I feel like mostly drug epidemic. I mean, mm-hmm. we're one of the most. Yeah. And there's a lot of sex trafficking here. Yeah. A lot of shit goes down. A lot of shit in Ohio, dude. But, but we had LeBron. <laughs> we had LeBron, dude. Yeah. We had LeBron. We, Ohio produced black Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the flesh. In the flesh. But <laughs> the capitalism is crucifying him. <laughs> we're still dying in Ohio. No, I'm kidding. Oh my god. And what he a fucking, crazy... He fucking left for LA, bro. He fucking ditched. He was like, fuck y'all. Like Watchmen basketball edition. Yeah, LeBron was like, when you fucking need me no most, I won't answer. He's like Rorschach and shit. God, okay. So, but yeah, Neil Young, dude, great. Neil Young's amazing. And the reason he, I'm happy you compared, like you made a comparison to Bob Dylan, that he, and that we've given some sort of like mention to Dylan's influence on this, because he was a rock star too, but Definitely. not in the but same way. More that of a folk star, I exactly. Would call him that he leans of. that way to where Neil, for me, is more in the middle. Yeah, Neil Young's definitely in the middle between almost grunge music sometimes, mm-hmm. but also sort of folksy sort of telling and plus his work with Crosby Stills and Nash yeah, is dude. great and then his yeah. other band America is a great band too mm-hmm. and they have Horse With No Name and that's a classic uh-huh. jam if you want to vibe out to some shit yeah, but yeah so you want to get to top three? Yep. top three let's do this okay so this was the hardest decision I've ever made in my life <laughs> putting my favorite bands into top threes it was so difficult I wanted to cry mm-hmm. and I'll never forgive myself. Yes. <laughs> okay. There you go. Okay. Three was Tool. Nice. Okay. I remember you saying that. Tool is that. just... Oh, my God. And this was just... This is my dad's favorite band ever. Nice. So, just... I have so many memories of being in my dad's car and just listening to Tool and just the sonic capabilities. Like, the sonic just sphere and almost just... It's like a shotgun blast of different sounds all the time when you listen to a Tool song. But sometimes have bongos in there sometimes they'll have like like a glockenspiel in there sometimes mm. and it's just crazy you'll get all these different types of sounds like layered on with tool but yet you get some really great songwriting and very aggressive sound throughout and just ugh, tool so good and i was so happy to see them live and also because because i'm a filmmaker and because i'm a film major especially and i love the art of cinema tools connection with their visuals i feel like brings them up to other bands i feel like because they're image and sound is so controlled and intertwined that you can't separate the two almost for me and just their music videos especially just are burned in my brain forever and have really influenced me in what I like as movies or in just visual style period that almost grimy darkness that tool sonically just works with mm. almost yeah everything I've heard by them I really liked I just haven't yeah. found my yeah. tool and plus yeah they're just such a fuck you also to just 
popular music almost because they have disgusting titles and like really gross lyrics to sort of stray away people that really don't aren't going to appreciate their music for mm-hmm. the deeper level that they want you to and that's why they were so hesitant to release their music digitally for such a long time because they thought that only their true fans were the ones that were buying their albums physically and not the ones that were going on the internet to download them so that's why I was so excited when last year they actually finally released all their discography before the album came out, um, which was that's okay. A great idea. Uh, the, the, new, the new album's fine, but yeah. just their first five or six albums were just so wow. great for me. Damn, dude. Yeah, they're. Uh, I'm. I'm excited to take the journey. Take take so take the journey, you know. Honestly, that's perfect too, because I need some. There's like a handful of heavier things I haven't really listened to and want to, and I've kind of been in a rap. Like a, uh, I'm going yeah. back through rap and listening to some new rap. Yeah. For well, my workouts, so I'll have to switch over metal and rap are like the two things to work out to. Dude, yeah. Before I went to lock in, uh, two years ago, or I think it was almost two years, like a year and a half. Um, I, uh, I was only listening to Dylan and Grateful Dead music for like three months. God, for, like damn, three months Joey. Of, have preparation because there's so much fucking dead music, dude, and I knew I wanted it to be like. Uh, a big experience because I didn't know the next time I was going to get to go to the festival or see them twice in a row, two nights in a row and be in that kind of experience. So I was like, I want to feel this music and know this music as like personally as I can. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's a never ending journey. That's a big, that's the hardest part about getting into the dead is like, it sucks you in so much if you're going to commit to it and you kind of have to, to some degree, everybody does it a different Mm -hmm. amount for sure. But it's a journey to figuring out what that limit is that, because it, it kind of, it's weird, because even when I'm watching, I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of culture, obviously, surrounding the dead, and one of the biggest things I thought about was just, like, how, realizing the power of it, and how, how, how much of a drug it can be to some people, is, mm-hmm. like, it probably dominated a lot of lives, people, where people were just doing, mm-hmm. just, just going to festivals, and following mm-hmm. them all the time, yeah. and, like, and just living in poverty, I mean, as long as they're happy and healthy, in the sense that they're okay with where they're at, I guess it doesn't really matter who's mm-hmm. to say what's right and wrong, but, yeah. I just, it's kind of, it's freaky to see it have that effect on people and to f- realize you're in the crowd too. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. It's very spiritual. Yeah. Like, There's definitely that cultish personality to the dead. And, and, and they're long yeah. songs and it's an infinite amount of, of renditions. And the yeah. biggest, the biggest appeal to the dead is the intricacies of lis- re-listening to songs in different versions and going, okay, I've heard this song a hundred times now, but this is a new jam and I mean, it's different people too. So like, that's been a big thing. I mean, after, I mean, they would still be, probably be even bigger now if Jerry Garcia hadn't died, but Mm. with John Mayer getting on the train and like them doing, we're all working, coming from different, like uh, Mm. coming from different bands are already like established and constantly been changing like pianists and stuff. It's a big family, a big Mm -hmm. group. There's, the whole everything about the dead is like gigantic compared to any other band oh my god I've ever listened yeah to. that's it's kind of yeah. daunting when you first it, it is daunting you're like yeah. god how do i even that's why i really haven't gotten big into the dead yeah because i'm just very daunted that's... by their just discography it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all yeah. live stuff that they were the one of the biggest that's it's all live they have nothing recorded no, they have studio albums okay. but they were like totally against it dude if you're if you want to get in the dead the first thing you should do is watch the amazon prime doc uh, or the Ooh. Amazon, it's not necessarily Prime, it's on Prime. The Amazon four-part series to it, it's four episodes, and it gives you, like, a beautiful rundown of, of the history of the dead. Mm-hmm. And it gets you into the music, too. That was what really showed me some of my favorite songs and the mm-hmm. first songs that I heard, and then I went and listened to live shows. And I've listened to the 
um, studio. The first one I listened to, the first album I ever listened to by the was Working Man's Dead. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a studio album, their first studio album. They were like totally against that. They were the road band. They were mm-hmm. like, they just wanted to keep doing shows and playing in front of people. Um, and uh, that was, yeah, that was their thing in jamming. They didn't want it that like jamming was their, that was so new, it was like rock, jazz rock, mm-hmm. that it, studios didn't want to invest in it. Uh, they wanted them to do more traditional stuff, radio stuff, and like mold them to what they wanted to be. So they were like extremely difficult to work with, with at, at studios, but then were popular enough, had such a popular fo- or big following that they couldn't ignore them and then would uh, they'd get signed to go on tours and still um, uh, basically just tour was the way they made any money. Mm-hmm. But uh, they made a lot of it because they were huge and they would allow all the fans to record their music. Like they that, So that's why there's so many live shows is like, the fandom was so big that people just started recording them. They were like, they became experts in sound recording and mm-hmm. like fucking record their shows. And then people would trade like they were fucking cards or something. Damn. And they had tapes and yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. But that's the beauty of it is that it is infinite and you can experience it as mm-hmm. big or small as you want, yeah. I think. Um, but, but yeah, that's, that, I mean, I'm kind of going straight to my one here. Yeah, right? Joey's jumped the entire order. <laughs> that happened. But the power of the dead. <laughs> the power of the dead fucking creeped <laughs> in. We were talking about I Tool. We just went on a fucking... I know everything about him now. Okay, you're a deadhead. I'm a deadhead now. Give me some LSD. Quick. Stat. Give me a headband. But Okay, so three Tool, great. Now we go to number two. We had System of a Down, mm. and I feel like System of a Down is a band that really hasn't been remembered well. I don't feel like I see a lot of people talking positively about System of a Down. They're Chop Suey, right? They are Chop Suey, okay. but I feel like that's the only song that a lot yeah. of people know and from them. The other, there's another big one. I talking heard. about BYOB. Oh, uh, that's a great song too. That's a great song. But no, System, I they're just such just a, a novelty for me of what they do musically. They're one of the few bands I know that I can switch between really screaming really hard and like very hard aggressive sounds to like softer very quiet musical moments and sort of like a snap almost and you'll have songs where they're screaming and then they'll go cut into like a very quiet like piano key where they're like very like rhythmically humming over it and also just i feel like they're one of the most important political bands just for what they're predicting and especially in a song called um Prison Song, which is their first song on their very first album. No, wait, on their second album, Toxicity, which which was released on 9-11, actually. Oh, shit. And, um, yeah, crazy, right? But the, the song is about, it's basically a song about the prison system and how America is still uh, so incarcerated and mm-hmm. just how fucked up that is. And the, the song is literally telling you prison facts while they're screaming, it's still a prison. And it's just so just impactful for what they were telling and it's still like that even today, somewhat 19 years later. And it was just very just yeah, influential fixed. for me, especially. I mean, they must have been ahead of their time. I mean, I know that, like, prison... Well, <clears throat> excuse me. I know that's been... I feel like as you get older, you just get more informed of politics. You start to care more and be more mm-hmm. of a human being. Like, you, you learn about that stuff, whereas it didn't seem that present or, like, clear when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. But I feel like even so, even though it was... A big thing you I mean since definitely since Clinton I mean even before then but Clinton was like huge on expanding or like tripling the rate or whatever mm-hmm. incarcerated people but um, 
I, uh, well, I guess it wasn't just him, though, because it was before the war on drugs is really mm. the thing that kicked it off. But Fuck you, McCarthy. Yeah, dude. Um, what was I going Oh, I feel like they were ahead of their time, because it's still, like, now it's... A lot of people, both the left and right, can mm-hmm. brush that shit under yeah. the rug, and people will, like, act like Clinton wasn't an issue, and that's mm-hmm. what DuVernay's doc is, is all about, is the, the long history of it, and I feel like System of Down is one of those bands that I heard about when I was a kid and listened to a, a few songs of and, like, really enjoyed, mm-hmm. and with one of those bands, like, heavy stuff, I really need to go back and listen to I feel like I like them. Yeah, because they, rage, they really have, rage. like, a very small discography to them. Oh, really? Like, maybe four or five oh, albums. Shit, you, you can really go through them really fast. Nice. Yeah, and Hypnotize and Mesmerize, yep, you can, like, do back and back, and they're, those are both really good albums. Uh-huh. The one that I'm okay on is Steal This Album, and that still has some good songs on it, like Mr. Jack and Highway Song, uh-huh. but it's just, they're just such a, just, Influential band. They're probably yeah. one of my favorite heavy metal bands that I can just. The riffs are just so good, nice. and it's the they always just have like really really good drops for all their songs. So mm. like, Chop Suey is just an iconic metal song. Like mm. you can put that on, and any metal fan will love that song. Mm-hmm. Like, System of Down is just so good. Yeah, dude. I think that's gonna be the first group I listen to after uh, this conversation because. Mm. Yeah, I feel like, I forgot to complete my thought there, but I feel like that it is more prominent now to be talking about this in the mainstream, which is, like, makes them seem like they're ahead of their time to be covering something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so clearly, I mean, Rage Against the Machine obviously did some stuff. I don't know if they have any, one that's specifically about incarceration. I know they have a lot of stuff about uh, genocide and Native Americans and mm-hmm. war and shit like yeah, that, obviously. Yeah, definitely. Rage was tackling that, those subject matters for mm-hmm. sure. And then it was crazy because it was also taking a from a Armenian American perspective also mm. because and also they couldn't help but get linked to sort of the terror that some Americans were feeling from foreign forces at the time of the early 2000s uh-huh. and that definitely affected their music right and their popularity I feel like and that was just just the basic xenophobia limited them from being as popular as they wanted to be I feel like uh-huh. and especially because they were constantly ridiculed because of their heritage it was very to, to just hear their perspective from being outsiders in this country almost from this this LA Armenian sort of lifestyle was very just interesting mm. especially mm-hmm. yeah definitely okay and then we'll get to number one which wait do you want to do you want do you want to do your top two and then do your yes, one yes I didn't think okay. about that yeah I do your top say, two as I gotta go take a piss real quick so take I'll a right piss <laughs> and I'll go free on the mic <laughs> yeah, spit some shit. Watch me go free on the mic. Well, I hope the mic picks me up. Picks me up. Oh my god. So, let's give some uh, hot ass takes real quick. Um, Jaws is boring, even though I haven't seen it. I don't want to see it. I'll never see it. Um, just, I feel like it's one of those movies where I've just seen every single factor around it and I just don't need to see it anymore. But, you know, if you like Jaws, that's just. What you're into, man. But, I don't know, man. Another movie that I'm just so tired of just, like, people telling me to go see is, like... God, what's that one movie called? Um, It wasn't Jaws. It was... God, my fucking roommate just told me to go see this the other day. Um... Wasn't called. 
Boys and called. Um, this is very bad radio right now. I was supposed to talk about all this shit that I thought I was gonna go on the mic and you know, spit some hot shit, but I can't now. I'm fucking around. I'm fucking up. Joey, I, I, th I thought I could do it, but I, I lost my train of thought. Wait, you thought you could do what? I thought I could just spit some shit on the mic and be solo mic man, but <laughs> just turn out. I know, no, I just thought <laughs> speaking. I, I lost my train of thought. I was like. <laughs> I was trying to think of something. I was talking some shit about like Jaws or something, and then I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, this this other movie I don't like, and I couldn't remember oh, the Jaws. name of it, and I, it's, it's forgotten me now. Right. But, okay. Oh, shit, so, okay. Give me your give me your three, Joey. After you. Or two, my two, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, give me your two. Okay. So my top or my two, my three and two, I mean, are Radiohead at three, mm -hmm. Jeff Buckley at two. Yes. Yes. I know about Radiohead. I okay. do like Radiohead. I like their, some of their stuff. I just haven't... Some. I, 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 I haven't spawned <laughs> into them enough, Joey. I can't... Some. <laughs> and if Jeff Buckley, I, I know nothing about. Okay. If I could... I mean, I would... If I could recommend two groups from this that I think, based on your taste, that you should listen to, it would be them. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think you'd like The Dead and you'd find some stuff, especially if you like Neil Young, you'd enjoy a lot of it. But it's with them, it's like, yeah, you enjoy jam bands or you don't. I mean, you like Tool and they make a lot of long shit. So. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Dark Star, the longest Dark Star, I think, for a Dead show that I know of is like 45, 50 minutes. Whoa. Really long. Wow. It's full on jam. It's one of their most psychedelic songs. So it's Damn. like, it's incredible. It's one of, one of the best songs, too. But, um, that one's really long, but usually they, they probably have, like, per two sets of a show, they probably have, like, four or five songs that clock in about anywhere from 10 to 13 minutes, and then everything below that is maybe, everything besides that is probably anywhere from five, four to, to seven, mm -hmm. so, um, or I guess above, maybe above seven, I guess eight, would, eight to, to 12 or 13 would probably be a more accurate estimate of like five or six of the songs but uh they play long shows too like four hour shows so yeah but anyway I, that, it's going back to the dead yeah, it's yeah. going back to the dead but it's it going be back to the dead, dead. <laughs> we're all dying man i but can't so it's going back to the I mean, joey you're just a true deadhead you, you dude, should have put I one am... through ten all <laughs> it's so funny because i feel like i am the least deadhead of my deadhead friends <laughs> which is saying something but uh are you tripping right now joey yeah dude are I you was, tripping right I now i actually <laughs> have been tripping since i was a baby oh shit i uh, i have this condition where uh i can just like rub my third eye and <laughs> i just like have insane shit, amounts bro. of just that in just, tune yeah. with your chakra you i just, just, just I put, rub your third eye i put 700 <laughs> drops of acid in my coffee <laughs> because i've been tripping on dmt since i was a baby yeah, you yeah. Mom just swallowed dmt before you gave birth like, <laughs> just like a gallon of dmt <laughs> just, just poured over poured her head. in her head <laughs> the doctor had gloves soaked in dmt oh, and he's like <sighs> grabbing you out okay yeah. Oh. But Radiohead is interesting. Yes. I feel like Radiohead think, is yeah. like a very melodic and very influential band, and I've heard about them yeah. for so long, and I, and I know and I like a lot of their songs. I just need to take the time personally to go through all their geography yeah. more and it's, go through all the hits more. Yeah, yeah. Well, even like, every, I feel like they're one of those bands when where everything's a hit if you're a fan. Yes. Like, there's really, I can't name one song by Radiohead that I've ever listened to that I was just like, 
it's okay. Mm. There's only a handful of artists, like, in any genre that I can say that about, to where I'm, like, every one of these songs has some sort of, like, value. And then there's plenty of songs, like, I don't even probably remember the names of, but I'm just so familiar. I've listened to every album so many times that I know the sound. And, I mean, there's a bunch of songs, obviously, too, that I do that I do know. But um, uh, they, uh, they just, they're... Yeah, they're the shit, man. They're the <laughs> shit, and they do so much. And Tom York has, like... I loved I loved his soundtrack for Suspiria. Yeah, it was really good. I haven't seen that movie yet, but it was on the soundtrack. It was good. Yeah, dude, they're just they're all around, just awesome, and they just seem like great people too. Their interviews are great. Mm. I feel like out of it's all factors that go into appreciating. Yes, definitely. They nail for me, so and especially the music, but they're great live too. Okay, fucking awesome live. So Jeff Buckley. Jeff Buckley edges them out because. He has a much smaller discography, mm-hmm. um, but... How many albums? To one studio album. Oh. But I think that's kind of... Whereas with Nirvana, what, it kind of happened? makes me want more. He died. He died in uh, a horrible boating accident. Ooh. How old was he? 29. Damn. I thought he was in 27 Club. I checked the other week. He's 29. Oh. Yeah, dude. He's one of those situations where it's like, what if, but holy fuck he was mm-hmm. types of you know what I mean yeah. and Nirvana was that way too but but it's almost more tragic because Nirvana ex- had somewhat more time exactly. and they had somewhat more albums and I feel like they didn't really get to, they were so early I mean it's like Dave Grohl's a perfect example like what would Kurt Cobain have been if he if he had continued because I mean Dave Grohl was just a fucking drummer kind of a, a, a an infantile dr- drummer mm-hmm. of yeah, but now he's like a legend. Yeah, like but I know for sure complex yeah. music. Yeah, well, I know for sure that he wrote songs for Nirvana and was going to be given the chance to sing them for sure. Oh wow! So I wonder what type of dynamic that would have made yeah. with both of them singing and both of them becoming sort of co-frontmen, and maybe right. that would have led to them breaking up. Maybe because right. personalities got too big. But Dave Grohl doesn't seem like the type of person. Mm-hmm. But you don't know because he's never been in that sort of situation right. before with his bands. Right. So I feel like he could do it for sure. But I think that, yeah, that's what separates them from Jeff Buckley to me is the sense that they didn't really perfect what they were trying to accomplish. But Jeff Buckley, even with the very limited time that he did have, I feel like perfected right off the bat what he mm-hmm. was doing. He's, uh, his is like, his music, Radiohead 2 and Dead, are like the three musicians that make me like feel like I'm in a, a parallel universe or like nah, a different nah. universe when I'm listening to them. Like, everything is just forgotten, and I feel like I'm totally in sync with, with the, the music. Um, but f- favorite vocalist by far. Mm-hmm. By far, he has the best voice I've ever heard in my life. He's, I think, number th- five for the largest vocal range of any human. Oh, shit. Who's number one? Known. Axl Rose. Axl Rose. And this is women, too. Shit. Yeah. But men, obviously. I mean, I, I, I was like, holy shit, really? I mean, women can get higher notes than Axl Rose, but no man really can. And mm. he can also get really low, so. Shit, Axl Rose. Yes, yeah, that doesn't necessarily... It only means so much to have that incredible... No, nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing... When you're Jeff a Buckley, douche. When you're... His, yeah. system, his politics, his... Every... I, yeah, dude. I, like, I've never... His music is, like, so perfect and tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's get, let's get to the big kahuna number one. Yes. Okay, so no, number one for me is the Smiths. Um, yes. Manchester Sadness. We're talking big, <laughs> depressing Morrissey Wales. 
I don't now, even know what you're saying. It's right just. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you just started speaking a different language. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, just the Smiths are just one of just my favorite bands. I love all of their music. I can go through any of their songs, and they just mean so much to me. And just what Morrissey's talking about, and his songwriting, and his ability, and just. Just these very personal things. Like I feel like oh, the Smiths make music for people that are just are make music about every single person's deep darkest thought that they don't want to share. Oh wow! And it's almost like, oh, is that okay to even talk about? And sort of really upsetting subject things that we don't really think about very much when in music, or really it doesn't get talked about much. Like there's this really great Smith song called Headmaster Ritual where Morrissey goes through about the horrible headmasters in his primary school and how they would hit him in the arms and give him bruises big as dinner plates and they would um, let people beat him up and then he would say and then just he would you know complain that they, they, these thoughts that like I don't want to go back to school but to give up education is just a bad mistake and it's just a very just personal things and just and just songs where Morrissey's just talking about his own mortality like asleep and mm. You know, um, uh, gosh, just he's there. Just so many depressing, just great Smith songs, yeah. and then also very sort of they, they have some happy music. They got Ask, Ask is like their only happy song where they're sort of you know, sort of promoting sort of a living where you're trying to do more things and trying to be more alive. And really, that's what I get from the Smith music is that just life in general, just this sort of experience that Morrissey wants you to feel as sort of just an uplifting moment where you're looking at these depressing aspects of your life and realizing that you got through them and you're okay now and we can look back on those fondly sort of mm. but I suppose this just means so much to me and just where I was in my life when I was listening to them especially was just a time when I was really expanding my just vocal or no not even vocal just like musical taste and the Smiths was really one of those gateway bands for me to sort of an explosion into more 80s alternative bands because I just love their music in general. Johnny Marr, their guitarist, like, guitar work is just so, just upbeat and very poppy and shimmery and just, I feel like a lot, and they're just so catchy. Yeah. Ugh, I love this stuff so much. I, 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 I could talk for hours about this. <laughs> I believe it. I could talk for hours about this. <laughs> That's why I love doing this shit, dude, is like, like, this conversation has been great and, like, through and through, even, like, with everything else, but that that's, those are the moments, because I, I, I think clearly passion, like, reads in a, in a subject that you're talking about, mm-hmm. no matter what, whether it's the absolute favorite thing you're talking mm-hmm. about or, like, something you just enjoy, mm-hmm. and I think that's, that's, that's why it's fun to put your, two rank things as hard as it is, is it puts in perspective, like, what has had the most impact on you as an individual and that makes it more that makes the music more unique by identifying that by everyone having these very very personal and in-depth connections to it yes. so and that goes for anything that people are passionate about that's uh, that that's the kernel i'm looking for mm-hmm. that shit makes me so happy to see Definitely. that in other people the fact that they can talk about something for for hours and hours and, and you just get lost in it yeah it's really beautiful is. that's i i can talk about the smiths and space jam for hours <laughs> most have most yeah. well-known Fuck subjects if you want space jam fact <laughs> we can start another three-hour podcast about Jesus space jam Christ. we should do that when space jam 2 comes we have out an hour we can just like hard pivot hard pivot <laughs> into fucking it's a fucking Space Jam topic. Yeah, dude, we're just gonna pull people in. We're gonna have them. Wait, what's your favorite Space Jam scene? Dude, we're just grabbing random people off the street. Or we're just 
you. <laughs> What's your Space Jam suit? Who's your favorite Monstar? We should Who's make a special episode of, of Minds Wide Open. You can host it. I'll follow you around the camera. We'll just go up to random people. We like Evan Henning from Minds Wide Open. <laughs> and we want to know what your favorite Space Jam sequence is. What's your favorite Space Jam sequence? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I'll be dressed up as... Um, Bill Murray okay. from Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be a monster. Just like you, you can be the green one. Yeah. You can be the green one. <laughs> the tall ass. No, I'll be the Charles Barkley one, the pink one, the fat one. I'll be the or the Muggsy Bogues one, the small blue yes, one. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So yes, but no, can... that's, that's the shit, dude. That'll make me. I'm gonna appreciate the Smiths even more now. Uh, after hearing that, and I really do like them. Everything that I have listened to, I really enjoy. Um, there, I would, I would definitely probably put them somewhere in my, at least my honorable mention of, yeah. of uh, alt music. Yeah. Um, but that's cool that that that's that's even cooler is that they are this like different kind of rock band. Yeah, they definitely. Still are, like in your in the way you perceive rock. Yeah. At the very top of yeah. what spoke to you most with yeah. rock overall. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about scarcity, especially when you bring up um, bands that don't have a lot of music. Uh-huh. Smiths only made five albums, and they were only together for five years, too. And the fact that they made so much music in that little time span, you know, span together is very endearing to me personally. And it really just, that music is just, just screams youthful rebellion to me, and just mm. youthful angst, and just what every single teenager is going through almost every single day. You know, living almost and a lot of feelings of self-doubt is really just really explored in just the songs of the smiths especially so what do you think about as now that you're like an, always, an yeah. adult but like that's i think that we're in it's interesting periods I'm, yeah. I'm 22 and mm-hmm. i still am able to understand the relativeness mm-hmm. of whether i'm a kid mm-hmm. or an adult you know i definitely am an adult in a lot of ways but there's like I'm still extru- I'm still seen as a kid to like I still have occurrences fewer and far between now, but where people will be like, call me a kid, you know, and it yeah. sounds that if, yeah. makes me older. If like Definitely. someone that's my age does that, I'm like, okay, I'd be a patronizing person. But but it's I think how do you feel like that's what what do you think it uh, what the what do you think the effect is and why is it stuck with you as an adult then if you see it as very very youthful pertinent to youth well. And, it's Even really stuck with me as an adult because it really allows me to tap into those youthful moments in my life when I was feeling mm. this way. And also, perspectives change when you grow older, so... Those so songs don't go away. Yeah, the songs don't go away. So your perspective on, on a song changes as you grow older because certain songs I wouldn't even, you know you know, put much thought into, you know, a great song, for example, is this joke isn't funny anymore, where Morris is talking about, you know, how a joke he told in his life completely ruins a relationship he had with someone, and just how just harmful it can be sometimes when you're just goofing off and you're not thinking about someone's feelings, and mm. and that's just something important to me now that I think about as adulthood, sure. when I did that to someone, and you're like, fuck, man, well, and you're just thinking about it in a different... So it's just, as you grow older, it brings a different perspective in different times in your life, and you know that's just really cool. that me that's really the point of music and what it should do in general or you know if it's not connecting you on an emotional level or a mm-hmm. personal level i don't feel like it has any time or point yeah yeah absolutely yeah. that's a really great way of putting the effect of it and the reason for holding on to it and continuing to to value it um that's interesting because i didn't have the dead man until i was i mean i was 19 so i still was kind of a kid then and it was like the pinnacle of my transition of like really solidifying 
the kind of person I want to start trying to be that mm-hmm. was like letting go of some childish ways, but also I think what's really important about the note that you're making is that these that music can the experience of music of music with no matter how young you are that where it's connecting with those those complicated feelings is that it's teaching you a lesson of how to experience those because the, the situations are going to change the challenges are going to change but those feelings are going to stay there and you're going to need to know how to um, address them the good and the bad but mm-hmm. the fact that that's so humble that like you can recognize that as something you need to address because mm-hmm. of the way you connected the music where they were being vulnerable and honest about a mistake mm-hmm. that they had made mm-hmm. and I mean I'm the we probably made wildly inappropriate jokes on this, nah. definitely like throughout. But I, I, I am always. I that being said, I am sensitive to like what my jokes mean yeah. and understanding that some if someone disagrees with them, I need to pay mm-hmm. the respect of like yeah. hearing them out and being open to changing my ways. I won't always, mm-hmm. but clearly in this incident, he <laughs> felt like he was convinced that he yeah. was being insensitive, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. and he was willing to talk about that and. I think that's great that as as important as comedy is and goofing off and yeah. having fun, it can do damage, especially when it's done in poor yeah. taste. And, yeah. uh, Before we move great. on from from the Smiths, uh-huh. I, I I just want to touch on one more thing that I really really enjoy about their music. Okay. This can be short though. Okay? No, you're good. Take your time. So I'm gonna, I've already decided this gonna be two episodes. Okay. Split it, so. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so one thing that I really like about the Smiths is just their expression of softer, more thoughtful type of masculinity, a mm. sort of type of manliness where, where we don't have to be very aggressive and very angry, but be very thoughtful and very introspective on ourselves. Uh-huh. And Morrissey's presentation of himself and his musical style, sort of that he's willing to be so vulnerable and tell you these things that a lot of rock stars weren't doing around the 80s. And it was just very just inspiration for me personally about the type of person that I wanted to be, a more softer type of, yeah. you, know, so, you know, you can be aggressive sometimes and you need to, but not, not very right. sort of the type of aggressive male that other it's rock bands were yeah. trying to show off yeah. and sort of yeah. punk scenes and other type of musical styles. But the Smiths were a very complete soft antithesis to sort of that heavier thrash sort of style of male that yeah you know bands like Megadeth or Metallica were trying to give off uh-huh. but that's just me personally about what I was feeling towards it but then and then people think that it sometimes gets a little too whiny when you're talking to when that's really the only complaint about the Smiths is that they're too whiny and Morrissey whines and moans a lot but that's <laughs> why I like the Smiths yeah, so the yeah, more of that sure. is better for me um I want to give a little, to show how much I love the Smiths, a little story. Um, I don't like Morrissey. I don't like him at all. I don't think he's a very good person, per se. I think he's a little bit xenophobic and a little bit racist. But the Smiths, great band. (laughs) Love that band. But him, personally, I'm not a fan of him. But I love the Smiths so much. I paid money to go see Morrissey at a concert so I could the small chance that he would play some Smith songs, and it was at the phrase in um, Fairborn. And we went, and I went there, it was just me, because I, I couldn't get anyone to go with me, because it was too expensive, it was like 85, okay. for them and Interpol. Interpol's great though, I like Interpol. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Interpol's good. But, um, yeah, Morrissey came out, and he didn't play any Smith songs. <laughs> he played, he <laughs> played his, he played his solo music. I, this is the, it literally is what I get. But the problem is that they don't exist anymore, and I would love to go see a Smith's cover band, Yeah. but I can't find them anywhere. I would, I, I look every single week for a Smith's cover band, because I want to see the Smith's music played live so bad, because it means 
so much to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, so fuck Morrissey, love the Smiths. Uh, if you want a great song to watch, uh, to listen to, how I feel about Morrissey, it's by JPEG Mafia, and it's called. Um, I cannot wait till Morrissey fucking dies. Oh my god, what? This is insane. Oh, that's a I great song. Yeah, no, yeah. But that's a great little JPEG Mafia song about Morrissey. But, um, Smiths are great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. get into the grateful dead. Yeah, Joey, yeah, I know you got a lot to say. I know you got a lot to say. I think I think we got a lot of grateful dead time. Oh, yeah, I've already sprinkled it in. So <laughs> okay, so grab just it up there. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Before we do that, I do want to. Uh, yeah, give us a little bit though. I want to connect case. one more thing just of the Smiths to, to Jeff Buckley before I completely let go of him because I feel like. A big part of my appreciating them will come from the influence that they had on Buckley, and uh, I feel like they're very, they the. Although the dead surpass, I think culture wise, what. Uh, is meant what is meant to me compared to what Jeff Buckley was doing, mm-hmm. partially because he just didn't have the same magnitude to what he was doing, um, and, but I feel like as far as what he represented and brought to the table musically is why in the same it's and is important to me in the way that the smiths are to you mm-hmm. and there's similar styles of music mm-hmm. um and, and meaning as well he was very like vulnerable and sensitive and um with his lyricism it was mostly all love songs i'll definitely give that Jeff and mortality it's short and he only got one yeah, album dude, well he's got he, the great thing is he has a couple live albums too and he has a bunch okay. of recordings of live performances cool. um and he ha- does have a second studio album that got released after he had died as posthumous uh, and they finished finish editing or editing, is it i don't know it's amazing oh. it's not as good as grace which yeah. is this album you've probably heard hallelujah i'm sure it's got oh yeah i know that song the best one that's oh, okay. okay. it's on that album yeah is that, is that the one on track you no know, that's uh, the rufus <laughs> something some rufus something some people Ruben like, stutter yeah You're Ruben Ruben stutter. Stutter. No. <laughs> this dude's white as can be <laughs> <laughs> the whitest version of Hallelujah his is the, like, okay, there is Jeff Buckley's yeah. is soul but it's not black he's not, <laughs> there's nothing black about Jeff Buckley either other than like his no, I don't even know if Ruben Stutter did a Hallelujah cover I, I know don't think a, he did I know another guy <laughs> from American Idol who had dreadlocks did um a cover of it probably yeah is he like the blue eyed blue eyed guy Angel his name's Jason Jason, yes, Jason something Jason something dude it's I Jason something so funny uh, what the fuck is his name it's Jason something and his holiday is fine but it doesn't got that oomph that I want to it like it's okay uh-huh. but it's it's whatever um yeah so I want to say that about Jeff Buckley he's he's great um shout out Jeff let's let's say shout out Jeff shout out Jeff All right, my name is Jeff <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, for dead shit. Dead shit. Let's get, let's get, in. Let's get, let's get, let's get into the dead. The, dead, the, the band the dead. that I have heard so much about, <laughs> I have not heard a song. None? No, not mm-hmm. at all. I haven't heard any dead music. I've only... Yeah, probably not. They really haven't. I mean, they have people that... Yeah, that's the that problem is that it's, it's not... very... I feel like it's very sort of cultish, and if you don't know someone who knows the dead a lot, you're not going to know about the dead a yeah, lot. Yeah, definitely. So that's, it's, my it's dad wasn't a deadhead, right, so I didn't right. listen and to any dead. That was mine. It was really Logan's stepdad. Well, not even Logan's stepdad. It was just Logan and I. We kind of found it, and we knew his stepdad listened to it, but I think it, it scratched in, uh, like a, a, even beyond music, just a very deep philosophical um, 
itch that I had and at a time where I was making a big transition in my life and uh, I think I just kind of grew with it and it 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 was especially um, important in like my spiritual journey too because mm-hmm. at that when I discovered them I was letting go of my attachment to Christianity mm-hmm. and kind of going in a more secular spiritual route mm-hmm. so I was, li- I was reading and listening to a lot of Sam Harris at that point and then Grateful Dead so it was like both of those mm-hmm. things combined were like my new my new religion in a way but besides I mean I don't even say that I mean because it's not even it's, it's very dangerous to say it with Dead obviously for some reason for some reasons but there's really nothing culty about it. It's not yeah, in the way cult, that cults yeah, are cults. Yeah, cults been equated to a bad than, word. Exactly. It's not, it's, like, it's, it's not just a word a defining a community. Exactly. I, I, and it's just been negatively connotated with because I consider be, Christianity a cult Yeah, too, for sure, for sure. And Catholicism yeah. a cult. But well, they don't want to say There's words that, that are shit. interchangeable yeah, in yeah. connotation. I'm sorry to all the Christians yeah. and Catholics. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean that's you can't you can't deny that I'm someone that's able yeah. to see the 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 gray area of of religion, yeah. um, so it's not all black and white. But you're ignorant to say that that there's no cult like incidences. Yeah. Of, so that's yeah that's we could do a Scientology episode. Dude, I, love I know a lot about Scientology. Scientology. I know a good I, amount too. I love talking about Scientology. Yeah, it yeah. is insane because I because I love that Leah oh, Remini documentary. Yeah, I've yeah, seen that yeah. so many times. Okay. Like. Like, like, I used to watch that when I would, like, go to bed. Like, I would watch that before I slept. I'd be uh-huh. like, let's get into some, 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 time, like, some Scientology shit. Yeah, dude. Well, that's just so funny. Do one on that. Ugh. But, okay. So, dead for me. I feel like because of the fandom around it and just because of what you've been telling me about just as accessibility. And I love retellings of artist music from the same artist. That sounds really interesting. So, I think I'm going to give them a hefty listen. Give me... Because it's so vast for yeah. me. Give me the pointers on songs or I'll albums you two that I albums. listen to. I'll give you okay. two albums. First, listen to a studio album. Do Working Man's Dead. Because if you like folk music, if you like Neil Young, this is going to like blow your fucking brain off, you know, mm-hmm. off dude. And, and, um, that it's concise. It's not too jammy. They just, I mean, they have some breakdowns and stuff, but it's like, it's, it's structured. You know, it's mm-hmm. controlled and, and contained. Mm-hmm. Um, and then listen to, I'm going to recommend Cornell. Uh, I think there's enough of, I think some Working Men Dead is on there, and then it has a lot of their other big hits and some jamming, and it's known as one of their most iconic shows ever, and it's from the '70s. It's like in the pe- the peak of what of where the where where they um, were playing their best mm-hmm. stuff, but live even. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd say if you if you don't start with the Dead Doc, start with those two albums. Mm-hmm. Um, Sure. But if you want, it, I think it depends on what you're looking for. If you're open to the idea of it, like being something that you like these other bands, like things like the Smiths, where you really like learn more about them as people and like connect with the the, the culture itself. I would say watch the doc if you think you're open to that, because it's gonna take less time and you'll still be introduced to the music. And then you're gonna listen, if you are convinced, then you'll listen to the music afterwards. But if you know that you kind of just want to listen to the music and that's the direction you want to take first then listen to the music in Working mm-hmm. Instead because that's that could give you an idea whether you like the music at all um, pretty quickly. And uh, but yeah dude, it's I think I think you will like it, especially if you like Neil Young, if mm-hmm. you like Bob Dylan. It's some of the greatest folk music I've ever heard and then mm-hmm. they they more so get into the psych stuff yeah. um, pretty quickly, but and they even make psych versions out of the folky stuff that they do. They mm-hmm. they it's they really get into the jam land and um, I it's, think, 
Is there music all on like Apple Music and stuff? Yeah, so yeah. Like, every like pretty much not every single show because there's tons of like copies of shows that were. There's still like coming new box sets of new shows that are being found from Damn. Deadheads and stuff that are like donating. Oh them. yeah, yeah, because those record it. Yeah, exactly. Do whatever they want with exactly. it. Exactly. So that's really cool. cool though. In, I I appreciate in, people that allow other people to take yeah. their property because that's what I appreciate so much about George Lucas because George Lucas when Star Wars. One, two, and three were coming out, which was really the birth of like sort of the internet, because like ninety nine was mm-hmm. when Phantom Menace came out, uh-huh. and so many people were editing and changing his changing the footage, and he was fine with it. He wouldn't copyright claim oh, wow. anyone That's for it. Dope. But then when Disney got it, they yeah, put the kind of wash on that shit. It. The mouse was like, "Fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> trying to use that shit." They're going back and suing people from like twenty years ago. Yeah. They're like, "This is still on how YouTube, dare you take you clips of our shitty ass <laughs> movie?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, dude, the dead, the dead are great. They're everywhere. That's the thing them. is they're kind of underground now because, but, I mean, they're 50 years old, so it's impossible. Everything that's Yeah, but, yeah, but you just said John Mary's doing work with them. Exactly. So like that'll bring so that in a newer crowd. He's been with them yeah. for three, four years now, so it's been, he, def, he already has. They still sell out arenas of 60,000, dude. Is there another and, show coming up? Uh, they're they're going to be at Riverbend this year. How much, how much are shows? They're, like, if you get a lawn seat at Riverbend, it's probably like 40 bucks. That's not, not bad. bad at all, That's not bad at all. Yeah, the highest I'll pay is 80, obviously. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Morrissey. Fucking. I paid 120 for a ticket last year. That was parking, the campsite, everything. You name it. Went to Indiana and a bunch of us what, stayed there. And was, it, uh, what, Go ahead. What, what, was it dead? Yes, yeah, oh, it was dead. Yep, okay. yep, it was in Indiana. They were playing because that was the closest they came last nice. year on their tour, the summer tour. Um, but yeah, there's a, a farm uh, land out there uh, where this couple lives on it, and they've been deadheads for 40 years. And they have a ton of property, and they make money off letting people come and camp on their property, and everyone just hangs out, and you get to meet all the new, you get to meet a bunch of deadheads, and mm-hmm. listen to music all day. You learn about the music, you talk about the yeah. music. It's just everywhere, every site. People are listening to different yeah. dead songs. It's they're playing music yeah. or throwing frisbee and shit. But it's very, uh, it's very um, sober there as well. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. It's very straight edge. Very straight edge. Yeah, very straight edge. Yeah, they shake, they shake you down. Flintstone vitamins. They call it Shakedown Street because they shake you down as you're coming in. They like, they stop you. They like pat you down. They really? Close. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you imagine no drugs at a Grateful Dead concert? Are you kidding me? What's the point? What's the point? Right, it's called Shakedown Street, though. It's like the hangout spot. They have a song called Shakedown Street. Um, it's really fucking great, but it's, it's definitely about that, uh, the culture and the craziness of it. Yeah. Joey, you can make your own Grateful Dead documentary. You know so much information about the Grateful Dead. Dude, I, just... I'm convinced every single Grateful Dead fan could, could make, make their Grateful own. Dead It'd be cool yeah. if there's a documentary just the retelling of the Grateful Dead retold by fans of them. Yeah, dude. If, just, if you went to random people and edited together the story of them I by, would, by, by people would be being able crazy. to talk to them. Experiences, I can't imagine how many stories there are. Just like, you, you, you would have to get footage of like a hundred... Fans, dude. It'd be easy. They're fucking everywhere, dude. It's crazy. You just go to the show and be like, hey, come over here. Yeah. <laughs> come over. I got a camera. Got a camera. I got a camera. Come over here. Oh, put, put this fucking mic in your face. <laughs> Start talking. What get some doing? levels. What Let me you get your levels. <laughs> Count uh, to ten for before me. Before I ask you about your, uh, your, your favorite Grateful Dead experience, can you tell me about any of the other million Grateful Dead experiences you've had <laughs> while we get a sound check. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's amazing. The shows definitely go to a show if you have a slight interest in it because that's what yeah. pulls you in and you're I like, you surrender. Because there's a lot of groups that I didn't fuck with until I saw them live mm-hmm. that I was like, okay. It's the best live music I've ever heard in my life. Hands down. Hands down. 
Is it fun to go sober, or do you have to go, like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've spent part of shit sober before, but not, like... Not fully. Many. Not many. You yeah, I, I, I can't... I can't get to a good show, like, not sober. I think every single time I go, I, like, I, like do something earlier, yeah. and then I just wait for the just the day, and it's just, like, it's gone by the time the show starts, and I'm like, well, whatever. Yeah. And then I get upset because hella people are smoking next to me. Like, concerts, like, people are smoking all yeah, the time. Everywhere, especially everywhere, especially, River, especially <laughs> Riverbend. When I was at Weezer, I was with my dad, and we were, like, in, like, a seated area, and I remember from the lawn... Like, like, like when Weezer came out, like, I felt like a cloud of marijuana smoke, like, oh engulfed God. the upper deck <laughs> and just foamed down into us. And I was like, damn, that smells like some shit. That smells good. Yeah. But. But, I mean, I, the way I see it, I mean, I haven't gone, I don't usually go to a ton of shows. So it's kind of an event for me every time anyway to where I'm like, hey, it's a celebration. Like, I'm, I'm usually a time where I'm, if I have, like, it's like a celebration mm-hmm. or an event. Yeah, and there's concerts availability are to, to uh, not be sober. I will often partake at least somewhat, but I usually don't get like crazy, especially with smoking or drinking. Yeah, like, I don't want to get so night. crazy that I can't even enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, but I just like fucking freak out. Or if it's like a camp out. out or something, that's a lot different. But um, <laughs> yeah, if you're camping, if like staying nearby or something, that's different. Yeah, you can go a little crazier, but. But I know I would not need it. That's the thing. I've listened to I listen to music all the time sober, and if I could go more often, I'd definitely do some sober shows. But yeah. but I think it's, I've done some concerts sober before. Kanye, weirdly enough, <laughs> I was in a age there. Was that the oh oh I it wasn't the Jesus one. Uh, no, it was Pablo actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't go that Jesus shit. You didn't go that Jesus shit. Nah. You, you didn't want to hear the him Jesus, sing VeggieTales songs for, <laughs> for fucking hours. I would hours. probably prefer to listen to him sing VeggieTales songs. Dude, let this man remake VeggieTales songs. <laughs> <laughs> let him do Honestly, it. Honestly, this was so unpredictable. I'm sure he he. I wouldn't be surprised. Dude, Kanye, where is my hairbrush featuring Pusha T? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my yeah. hairbrush? Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> kilos and kilos of hairbrushes. <laughs> Leary out here is slinging that white. <laughs> <laughs> no, um. But no, yeah, Kanye West is definitely my favorite rock, rock, rock and roll artist. So. Kanye West is your favorite yeah, rock and roll he's, artist. He's number zero. He's number zero. He's above that. I think my favorite. It's beyond information, time, yeah. space, all of it. He I think my favorite like rapper trying to do rock and just failing kind of epically was the Young Thug, Pretty Thugger Girls album. Ah, oh, dude, I love that album. Well, it's okay, but he's he's holding the guitar upside down on the cover of the album. I don't think he probably played the guitar. It was I'm so sure, funny. Sure, sure. I, it's a fine <laughs> album, but the cover is so fucking funny. I just love Thugger is like. Some, he is an alien. He is an alien. Like, his process to making music is stupid. It's brilliant. it's so stupid, it's brilliant. Like, it makes no sense to anybody, and then he just... He's like Lil Wayne, but no logic. Because, like, Lil Wayne is going up there and trying to spit some, like... Some, you know... Some intricate real, shit. Yeah, you, you know, know about, like, about him and shit jokes. Yeah. He's always making shit jokes. Yeah, he's the king of similes and yes. shit. And, like, always... Talking about lasagna. Lasagna. <laughs> But Young Thug is just like, you don't even know what he's saying. You don't yeah. know what he's saying. Anymore. He reminds you of the Tasmanian Devil a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, throw the Tasmanian Devil. He's like Devil Ozzy Osbourne of, the Ozzy Osbourne of, uh, of Trap. Yes. But, like, before, I don't even know if it's because of drugs. I think he was just born that way. I'm sure he's he got a unique sound that everybody copies, like, mm-hmm. all the yeah. time. But, yeah, I like that album. I'm sure he didn't play the guitar at all. I'm, I'm, but I just, uh, and then the Little Wayne Rock album is egregious. 
Which one? Is that the one that dropped the world was on? Yeah. I love Drop the World. Yeah, that's all stuff. Okay, but. Pick the world! I'm gonna drop it on your fucking head! Uh, <laughs> on your fucking head! That was the first rap song I ever heard. Oh before. my god! Yeah. This is the shit. Mine was, uh, mine was Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. No, it, it, it probably it probably it probably wasn't the first rap song, but that was like the first rap song that I really got into personally. Dude, probably, maybe, probably the first one I heard was probably rap, 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 rap one. Too. Not not now, but yeah. Let me just pull this up real quick. Let me just off the dome. Yeah, Kendrick's number one. It's gonna be yeah. That's that, that's that's me too. Oh, so yeah. that's pretty unanimous. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna put Logic number one. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I mean, you mentioned Pitbull earlier. Yeah, we. Yeah, now we're TJ talking. Khaled on Every time that man rarely hops in on a verse, it's <laughs> great. I think uh, he's done a verse before, right? Like, I feel like he's definitely. Did you see that video uh, of him dancing? No, Fuck there's him. probably a thousand. Have you seen that video of him talking shit about Tyler the Creator's Igor? Oh my god! It was so funny because he was pissed that Son of Assad was second in the Billboard Top 100 because these people are so fucking, you know, like self-centered. They care about the Billboard, right? And and then like. Tyler, and then Tyler, the creator, was, like, number one. And then DJ Khaled, Khaled made a video of him in, in, like, his Lambo or some shit. And he was like, yo, we don't like that mysterious type of music. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> You're so like, weird. Get the point. What are you trying to say, man? You like dick or not? <laughs> Dude, a funny, a funny aside story. My mom could have totally made a check off of DJ Khaled. Okay. So, okay. so my fuck? so my mom was at what? was at the Miami airport and she and she what said that? that she saw a DJ Khaled <laughs> with a very attractive woman. And then my mom said she she looked up on her phone DJ Khaled's wife and the woman that was with DJ Khaled wasn't DJ Khaled's wife and she could have taken a picture and TMZ his ass real quick. <laughs> but then but then my mom said that DJ Khaled like gave her like a bad look because she's because he saw she was on her phone and then like he like ran away real quick. Real quick, Prime real quick. It probably took him a second. DJ Khaled, how the fuck is he a fucking like sponsor for Weight Watchers? Like the fuck? He is... He's a sponsor for Weight Watchers. That is that. I don't get it. <laughs> or, 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 like, at least he was. I hope DJ Khaled comes after me for fat shaming him. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. Like, it's not okay to fat shame DJ Khaled. No, it's, and it's, it's not, not okay to fat shame, but we're not shaming him. We're making fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a difference. There's an important difference. Uh, and he should be able to take it. I'm, 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 I'm shaming him for being a douchebag. I'm shaming him. And he him. just happens to be fat. I'm shaming him for ruining Santana. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Dude, you made Brock, that? Santana should have been on the Brock too, dude. Yeah, he should have. Black Magic Woman is crazy. Now we're since, since, since we're talking about dog shit now, can we just like? Oh, we still have to do our. Yeah, movie. yeah, is yeah. Now, yeah, that? can we yes. lean into the horrible shit yeah, now? Dude. DJ Khaled takes all three yeah. spots. Yeah, takes all three spots for rap. So, so okay, this was very hard for me because like this is hard for me too. Because there's a lot of shitty rock yeah. bands that I can think about, and it's it was just hard to get it for three. That I just really feel like I'm yeah. committed to, like, I can't even understand really being that Why anyone would like them, yeah. yeah. I can understand liking them or being passively okay with it, but, like, to be like, I'm a big fan. This <laughs> is like, what's going on in your head, huh? What's, uh, is that all you listen to? Is that the uh, only thing? Is that as far as you want to go? But go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so I think we should just go uh, three, yeah, three, three, two, three. one. Yeah.
Yeah, and then, and then I'll do my three, and I'll just, you know, we can rip off. I'll do my three first, since you've had to go first. Yeah, 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 do, yeah, do your three. Uh, starting with three, but, pro- you know, probably in this order. Yeah, definitely in this order. Mm-hmm. Three is the Greta Van Fleet. Oh, Joey! <laughs> Joey, 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 no, Joey, no, 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 I no, no, love no. you. This is, oh, this yes? is, I fucking yes. hate Greta Van Fleet. The weirdest <laughs> fucking bear ever. <laughs> What the fuck? We're just going off of Led Zeppelin now. We're just gonna copy <laughs> yes. their entire sound. And then throw like a little edge of meatloaf on there. Oh god! Just just a oh. sprinkle of meatloaf. Just a yeah. little meatloaf. And just their just sounds are just so. I boring. thought you were about to be mad at me for. No, I, I I was elated because I just forgot about <laughs> them. I, they, they should be on my list too. You they're not, saying? but they're four. Oh, they're yeah, four. Okay. Noted. Dude, I'm pissed we didn't record this on camera. This one's this is a funny episode. Oh, I'm I am pissed off about one. Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, like yeah. the fact that they won a Grammy for <laughs> Best Rock Band. Really? Yeah, was horrifying. I was like, okay, just give it to him. where the fuck is Robert Plant? He <laughs> let him step up and take it. Like he's like good. Yeah, yeah and then plus like. <laughs> They're just so standoffish about the fact that people think they sound like Led Zeppelin too. Really? Like, like in interviews and stuff, they're like, "No, we don't." And you're like, "Bro, stop saying you don't because you do." And then like, so and then like Robert a song yeah. like them, but uh, yeah, their sound is just literally their entire and it's watered sound. down. It's, it's watered. It's, it's not interesting. It's not. It's not nearly as dynamic. There's yeah. not nearly as many variant songs. And I've only listened to one album. I will say, but yeah, like, there was only listened to a couple. I hits. couldn't even get through the whole album. Yeah, I can't even say that I've like given them a fair shot because I've only like you know, done that shit. We preview it, their music. Yeah, and you're just going through, and you're like, okay, it's nice, and you're like, no. You know what it feels like is like the, a group of musical theater kids. Nah. Who I mean, don't. This sounds bad. This sounds bad to open up with this because I love musical theater kids. Nah, I love fuck, music. Fuck I love theater kids. Oh, <laughs> no, I wasn't theater. Yeah, yeah. Fuck theater kids. <laughs> fuck filmmakers. Fuck them. Fuck them all. But if you're breathing, fuck you. If you're breathing, you're a breathing artist. Stop. <laughs> How about you fucking no. conform? But dude, that's one of the problems with Gret- Greta Van Fleet is they're not, he's not breathing. I mean, he's breathing, but and I'm no technical <laughs> genius either vocally by any means, but that dude is going to kill himself, his voice. He's going to be done singing. He's already had to cancel tours because he fucking is oh my God. his voice. Cause the, the lead singer Greta Van Fleet has? Yeah. Damn. He's just like doing it. And that's the thing. That's why it doesn't All sound... All waste. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, there's just nothing really... That stands out about them to me and uh, and what they're doing. I don't want to be too much of a hater because I can understand they're yeah. obviously like making they're good instrumentalists. Like the guy has a good voice and they they like they could do something more, but I just feel like they're taking such an easy yeah. way out and doing such a watered down version Definitely. of it. And it's they they're I think they're just as aware that they're doing it as the industry is. Yeah, and Robert Plant's aware too. He knows it. He, yeah. he said that they sound like him, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, it's pretty obvious and. I guess it, they almost seem like a really shitty Hollywood remake of a really great Ford exactly. film. Where, like, it's sort of there. Like, the bones are there, uh-huh. but it's just a hollow husk. Yeah, and it's, it up. Yeah, the greatest example for me is, like, Spike Lee's American Old Boy. Like, that yeah. for me is the Greta Van Fleet equivalent to Led Zeppelin. Like, you took away all of the craft and artwork behind it, and you just have just, like, the basic... Oh, Oh, Led Zeppelin screams a lot. Led Zeppelin has rising chords. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna wail a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Led Zeppelin. Yes. But you're not, damn it. You're not. You're not. You're not. Okay. But I forgot to complete that thought too. The musical theater because they. Oh are, yeah, you did. They yeah. they are like the they're like the kind of grungier musical theater kids that graduate <laughs> and are like, 
I mean, I was into music, and I've been doing it for a while now, so, and I don't want to do theater. I like rock music. Let's, uh, let's make a Led Zeppelin band. <laughs> let's make a band like Led Zeppelin and get filthy, stinking rich. Uh, they did it, man. For all the 14-year-olds. They're from Michigan, too. Suck us off for this. Uh, I, think I feel a lot of younger fans really like them, too. I feel like a lot of teenage girls like them, and I'm like, I do not. Because the dude's fucking, he's a babe. That's he's a babe. He a false, uh, he's got a falsetto. Yeah, I bet. He can scream into a vagina. Dude, oh my god, Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. That, that, that just, but Joey, you just opened my eyes. To I know I'm hurting a lot of my friends' feelings right now. I'm, like, I, I'm who, sorry. What? I'm sorry. They shouldn't be your friends. Oh they shouldn't. Who is You're friends with Will, aren't you? Oh, I like Will. Yeah, Will's oh, great, dude. Ooh. And he has good music taste. I, I, I like Will a lot. Um, I'm uh, sorry, Will. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sorry, Will. I'm not sorry that I was honest. No. <laughs> Even if it had to hurt you. <laughs> I'm sorry it hurts. Uh, I'm not sorry I said it. <laughs> I'm not uh, as sensitive as Morrissey. Uh, yeah. where's, your, where's your fucking feelings? <laughs> oh, I'm upset. <laughs> Feel bad for me. Oh my god. Okay, I gotta finish. Okay, this two. Two is Bon Jovi. Oh, god. <laughs> Joey Bon Jovi. <laughs> I take a little bit of issue. Really? I think Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, I will. Is are you saying there? He's a bad '80s ballad band. Is that what you're? Is that what you're going for? I'm saying he's a bad. He's an. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm saying he's, he's, not bad. he's an overrated. It's an overrated band. Overrated. I'll be on that. Overplayed. Yes. And over overused because I think what they did was good and what they made that had really catchy stuff good mm. music I still like a lot of their music I That's just feel like too many people live and die by too many people that listen to Bon Jovi you live and die by Bon Jovi exactly I mean, you know, like, it's so like okay if I if you're gonna fucking force me to appreciate <laughs> bon, bon Jovi because it's catchy then I will. Then I will if you, because I, I can appreciate most music and especially for what the inf- if it has influence and has like some merit as like a social influence. You know, and it does. Yeah. Like, uh, but I'd be excited to see Bon Jovi for sure. I would definitely go to a Bon Jovi concert if I was hanging out tonight and you were like, yeah, dude, fucking Bon Jovi's, bon Jovi's coming for, for free. The block. Yeah. Down the road for free. Let's like, go. Fuck yeah. And I would go crazy. I'm gonna live on and I know all the words to most of their songs. Definitely. Because they're but, so big. But yeah. Bon jo- I felt like Bon Jovi was the same to me as as Catholicism. Yeah. It was like it was restricting me from, from experiencing yeah. other things because it was easy. Yeah. <laughs> For me, Bon Jovi represents sort of the same way I feel about a lot of Marvel movies. Not 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 every single one. There are some exceptions, but most of them. I exactly. feel like Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi food. Yeah, yeah, the junk food. Oh, they're God. they're they're trying to make a very relatable sound that a lot of people can get into, but mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of personality and singularity in their sound that makes you want to go really heavy with them and become a real big fan of them. And that's the reason why I like movies and music, especially when certain artists have very distinctive sounds. Bon Jovi just sounds like just. 80s rock sort of whatever yeah, and it's musically age. it's not really interesting for me same thing with Kiss or something it's uh-huh. just very samey mm-hmm. when there were other more dynamic rock grooves exactly. and riffs that were happening at the time that people weren't giving enough attention exactly. but because I, Bon Jovi makes appeals to everyone like they're re- re- remembered more fondly yeah exactly yeah, Little Prayer 
Um, They're rock pop music. Yeah, exactly. I like living on a prayer and uh, uh, uh fucking um. Cowboy. Let's do it. Oh, that's a great song. It's, great it's, my, it's my favorite Bon Jovi song by far. But I like yeah. those songs for pretty much the same exact reason, and I think that's an issue. I think that's an issue if you're trying to go. They're one of the greatest bands ever. That's why I even like Poison better than them, even though they didn't have that much influence. <laughs> yeah, I completely disagree with you on this. Poison, fucking Poison. Po- I, to be fair, I wouldn't. I've never listened to one Poison album besides the Greatest Hits, and every song on the Greatest Hits I really enjoy though. So that I don't even that's know. What, name me some Poison songs. Um, Unskinny Bop. That's a great one. Uh, nope. Not don't like it. I don't even know that. Uh, skinny Bop. Nope. Just do it. Sounds so corny in my head. <laughs> It's a good one. It's a banger, dude. There's like crazy every rose had its thorns. Yeah. Oh, great God. song. I love oh, that song. How God. can you like one in better alive but not feel every rose? They made Ride the Wind, bro. They made fucking Look What the Cat Dragged In. Oh, my God. I don't even know any of dirty. I don't even know you're saying to me. I don't even know you're saying to me. I thought you said Morrissey. I was like, I didn't realize that wasn't the name of the man. Yeah. Christina Aguilera may talk dirty to me, right? No, that was Poison. Oh. Uh, no, wait, Gina talked dirty to me. Somebody talked dirty to me. That might have been different. I mean, song Jason same. Derulo? I don't same know. Same song, same title, different song. Yeah. Talk dirty to me. Yes. Yeah. But. You know that? Yes. You know but that one. back to Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah. I feel like many people will. This is They're, a very controversial pick, but I think I'll have one of the most controversial picks ever. But that I, I thought mine was gonna be the most controversial, but that's more controversial. Really, than mine. sweet, good. Yeah. Last so one. I can't mm-hmm. believe Bon Jovi made it. Um, I think they're fine. They're a little bland, but going in. they're not as bad as Poison. I'm just gonna say that. All right, last one. Imagine Dragons. Oh, Joey. Matt? Joey, I agree with you so fucking Yay. much. Oh, <laughs> Your response is totally oh, the same every time, so God. I don't know which way you're giving it. Fucking Imagine Dragons. Oh, welcome to the new age. How about welcome to fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Imagine Dragons. Oh, fucking God. gotta listen to this shit. Oh, well, all through middle school, that's all I heard. It was Imagine <laughs> Dragons. All through middle oh. school. The dances, through the hallways. On people's just fucking speakers in the oh, lunchroom. I was like, why? I can't. Why Imagine Dragons? I'm crippled right now. I'm like, like I'm just I'm gonna look through their songs because. What are some Imagine Dragons hits? Because like I'm just thinking about them in my head, and I feel like I know a, a lot of their songs. It's a ton. But oh it's, it's god. Oh god, that thunder song. That when that when that thunder song was popping, I was like it's my brain popping. hurts. My it's a right brain hurts. At, the, at the games, dude. I hear it every fucking time. Oh. The center. And you just shudder. You're like, Ugh. dude, it's rough. And then we got sucker for pain. Oh god, they were they were on the Suicide Squad soundtrack. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, if you have a man or Eminem in your movie trailer. Jesus, you're, you're right. Right. Office disgrace. Oh my God. Do you remember? Do you remember demons? <laughs> where my demons uh, yeah. hide is where <laughs> my demons hide. Oh God, no, fucking no. That goes hard in the recycle container. Yeah. Like throw that shit off the airwaves. Yeah, dude. I, I'm. Let, I, let's. Can we just put a bow on Imagine Dragons because yeah. it's making me nauseous. I, I don't want to talk about Dragons anymore. Really, those are really the only three bands I think I could. Even Nickelback, I can respect. 
Ooh. Even Nickelback, I have some things where I'm like, Ooh. That's it. why I did, I kind of cheated with, with my list for three, okay? So okay. let me see you can get into the three now, okay? okay. okay. So, speaking of Nickelback, <laughs> Dude, this is the I included Nickelback, but... Oh, you, you did? Yes. yes. Okay, okay, okay. This okay, is yes. the one, remember we so, were talking yes, earlier? Yes, you're right. That's the one I was thinking. I know, this is the easy one. <laughs> this is the easy shot. Everybody thinks Nickelback is bad. Okay. Nickelback... Okay, so three is Nickelback slash Creed. I'm including Nickelback yes! and Creed together yes! as both the bands I'm picking. Because they're both hate love for me. Because the sound is just so cringy and so funny. But the problem is, is that it's funny now. And I can look at them ironically and laugh at them. They're like the, somehow they've been forced by our, the evolution of rock to be perceived as the the lonely island of course yeah. <laughs> yes yes <laughs> still some merit even to lonely island yes oh god have you seen the music video for creed with arms wide open oh joey that's it's... one of my favorite music videos ever. <laughs> with arms wide open right under the sun <laughs> fucking god i love creed but just that song is really funny for creed but all their other music is kind of bland and uh. just whatever and I just really don't like the fake-ass Eddie Vedder growl. Like, fuck you for trying to steal yeah. Eddie Vedder's growl yeah. and trying to make it bland. Yeah. And then just... And then I remember a youth group having to listen to Creed all the time, and I, I used to be pissed. I was like, I want to listen to Creed. But then I remember for youth group trips, we weren't allowed to listen to, like, not sec or secular music, like the music that wasn't talking about God. We couldn't listen to it on mm -hmm. the trip, which is, which is, which is borderline criminal. Mm -hmm. So, um, like... Yeah. So then, so, so then, like on long car rides, they would like listen to Creed and fucking like oh, what's what's that other band? Um, skillet. Oh, Bigot yeah. in the skillet. And then like Demon Hunter, like other like Christian rock bands. Mm. Flyleaf is good though. I'll fucking uh, I'll fucking go hard on Flyleaf forever. Yeah. But um, no, just not a fan of Nickelback. Nickelback's kind of funny, but I, I look at Nickelback and Creed as sort of like really like 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 the room or troll 2 like really funny bad things like i love mm. them so much because they're so funny and they're because they're so bad that it gives me a new appreciation for them but they do that's deserve fair. to be on this list because yeah. they're funny bad i feel that's so <laughs> funny i didn't include creed i'm surprised i didn't i've put yeah. creed on there before uh probably before bon jovi yeah at least before who was my other one greta uh no probably before yeah. bon jovi yeah greta at least so but I, don't, I mean, I still think they're good. I think they're good for what they did. I just think that it was a little too... Too melodramatic and kind of on the nose for what they are trying to accomplish. But again, there's like at least some songs that I can say I genuinely like mm -hmm. with some... With, uh, yeah. so with some earnestness to yeah. it. Yeah, Nickelback Especially has some Nickelback. songs that has I can like earnestly like... Yeah. Rockstar's fine. Yeah. And um, Animals, greatest song. Yeah. Even though never it's a little bit <laughs> This is how you remind me's fine. Yeah, this like, is photograph is Photograph's cringy. That's photograph that's a goof. It's better that's a goof. because of the, the meme. The, the meme ruined it. Was it was better because before the meme. Yeah, but then the meme gave it a new life form. There's also there's still another one that's like uh um that I'm trying to think of off of that album with Rockstar and uh that one is the cringiest for me, but like yeah. it's a lot. I wanted to put That's Smash Mouth in it, so I put Nickelback because Smash Mouth doesn't have enough music for me. Yes. That is cringy bad. 
but they only got that one song. Okay, so side of a bullet's a crazy fucking song. That, that that's Nickelback song, uh-huh. dude. I I remember as a child being so let down in the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck when during a fight scene they were playing Nickelback, mm. and I was like, oh god, <laughs> this is mm-hmm. horrible. Okay, so number two, I think is the most controversial. It might be more controversial than Bon Jovi. Oh, shit, I'm dude. thinking about it out loud. I'm scared. And let me just preface this first, okay? What I like personally about music is when an artist evolves and changes their sound throughout time. What I cannot stand is an artist that makes a sound and sticks to that same sound for 40 goddamn years. <laughs> and I'm talking about ACDC. Oh, Number two shit. is ACDC. Guess what? I'm not a fan. Don't at like all? it. At all? No. I don't, I don't think... The sound is just so samey. I can't discern any of their songs from, from each other. It's like the same four chords. And they even said it's the same four chords. And they keep doing it yeah. over and over and over. Yeah, that's a And the fact that they're just so popular, too. Like, you hear them all the time. And there's still one that's not, like, criticized hard enough. They're not. Them. And it's just, yeah. like, I don't know why we all dog shit on, like... On um, Nickelback for sounding samey when ACDC sounding samey for the entire fucking time. You have a very fair point, point, but I feel like the music, I think the music itself, what even if it was samey, because you could even make the same argument of like something like Led Zeppelin, maybe. I mean, there's definitely more. <laughs> but like, they're, of, they're of, trying of, of things, music, at least. That's yeah. true, that's true. But in the sense that they had Robert Plant kept a consistent voice yeah. yep. through most of it, I think ACDC did, but they at least had something that yep. was like consistently. Good, yeah, of definitely. And, yeah, and they're so the the guitar, the what's his face was. Uh, yeah, what's his name? I don't know, I'm gonna try it. I can't. Remember. Angus Young. Angus Young. Angus Young. Yeah. yeah, his shit. Like I feel like their look, their approach, the music they did make, and yeah, definitely four songs that I feel like I definitely. I, I yeah, really I can enjoy. Yeah. But that being said, totally, they're like the generic NASCAR music. They are very generic. That's <laughs> what I'm just not yeah. into. And they get like all the praise in the world. They do get all. You know the what is great though? That song, a song that's not often appreciated, but it was in a great movie called School of Rock, was uh, the song that they play in uh, the ACD song, the C song that they play in that. Um, Which one was that? Uh, uh, what was it? It's something rock and roll. If you wanna, that that's a Kiss song, isn't it? If you wanna do something rock and roll or something, I that don't know. It, there is a Kiss song that's like that, but if it's not you want a rock and roll or something. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but what how Fucking kiss. But yeah, they should be on this list too somewhere. Uh-huh. I don't know enough about them to make that point. Uh, just, just, ju- ju- just the fact that they're the market whores of rock music. Mm-hmm. I feel like they deserve to be in here somewhere. That's fair. But the fact that there's kiss coffins, uh-huh. like I don't know, like there should be something for them in here. But now ACDC just, just I, I just really just don't I just don't get into that sound because what I like about metal music is the intensity. And theirs is just so just samey, mm-hmm. and it's just sort of the same vibe I'm getting the entire time through all of their songs, and I'm not really growing while I'm listening to their music, or I'm yeah. really not being challenged at all with their music. And it's honestly like a monster truck show, kind of. It really is. You're just watching the same truck go over the same cars yeah, and dude. squish some shit. And, you know, it's whatever. If you like it, you like it. But I, I will acknowledge that ACDC did do a lot for rock music in general right. and what they did for the sound, but I just can't get with the fact that they haven't changed their sound ever. Mm-hmm. But that's just me and just ACDC, just whatever. Not mm-hmm. a fan. Fair enough. Don't, don't you put on Thunderstruck near me. I won't be happy. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a stormy coming. I won't, I won't be happy. 
Okay. Okay, okay. So number one. Uh, I told you he'd he, he come back. Fred's back. Number one is Limp Bizkit. Oh, shit. The worst band, the worst <laughs> rock band, single-handedly killed metal music in so the mainstream, I feel like, because I think after new metal, rap music really started to take the mainstream mm -hmm. appeal around the early 2000s, and I feel like one of the big groups that killed it off was Limp Bizkit yeah. with their annoying-ass rapping and Fred Durst's whiny-ass voice. And people will say, Evan, well, you liked whiny... Morrissey, but why don't you like whiny Fred? It just Morrissey's Morrissey's voice matches the musical tone he's trying to do. When 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 when, when like you have great musicians behind Limbiscuit that are really giving him good hard riffs, and then Fred comes on and he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. and you're just like, what the fuck is this guy? The Rick and he sounds like Morty. He's the Morty of rap, and I can't. And just his gross ass albums, like. Like chocolate starfish and hot dog water. You're like, ugh. You're like, fuck you, Fred. And just this music just and then plus just hot dog water. Uh, that yeah, that, that it's one of the albums is called that. And then That's terrible. And then like Nucky's a horrible song. And give me something to or break stuff's a bad song, like Gosh, and just ju just the fact that my dad liked Limp Bizkit, and I, I used to have to listen <laughs> to Limp Bizkit. No, I love my dad. What the <laughs> fuck, man? I felt like I shamed him enough <laughs> yeah. to make him stop liking Limp Bizkit. like, I'm sorry, okay? The, the parents aren't perfect. Yeah, you know? no one's perfect. I get that. But, like, Limp Bizkit is Limp Bizkit. God, just... Have you, seen, have you seen any promotional material, or, or, like, have you seen anything about the... Um, the Fanatic, which is the movie that Fred Durst uh, directed yeah. with John Travolta. Huh. Oh shit, Joey! If you want to have a fun time, oh, watch God. that movie. Oh, God. It's pretty bad. Yeah, check <laughs> it out. That sounds horrible. Get into it. <laughs> so do. I think we just completed. It. I think we just completed it. I yeah, think we just it. went through the entirety of musical history. We really did. I think we, we can really stop now. Punched a lot of. I love how diverse. Our lists are of mine's a little more consistent. Yeah. Maybe I mean yours is pretty all like uh, even like kind of experimental proggy kind of vibe. Yeah. But mine's kind of more folky. Yeah. Classic. Definitely. But sprinkled in of that. I definitely feel that. Yeah. But, I feel like mine was more. It's sweet. It's, it's different. Yeah. There, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot different. Definitely. There's a lot of difference, and that's what makes it, you know, so fun about just talking about music in general, because yeah. you find so much about different, you know, musical bands just by talking to people. That's why I love talking about music so much, even more than talking about movies sometimes, because mm -hmm. movies takes a lot of, you know, time to find the movie and sit down with it, <clears throat> but with the access we have with, you know, music now, with everybody has an Apple Music account or Spotify or something, yeah. you can look at someone's song that they recommend you in three minutes, and you're just like, this is great, yeah. and I am I found a new band that I always love, and I just get such just a physical high of finding new music and showing people new music yeah, and yeah. getting talking to people about new music. It's always just so fun. It is great. And I also liked how your list included more newer, uh, your bad list included more newer bands. <laughs> and my bad list completed like a lot of older bands That's that didn't hilarious. like. And the newer bands I forgot existed because yeah. they were so trash and yeah. I didn't want to deal with them anymore. Absolutely. This is a great podcast, though. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I love being on here. I'm glad you do, man. I had a great time, too. It's, we pushed this bitch to three hours nearly. This is might three might be a three-parter. This could be a three-parter. Which would be sweet, because I feel like it might break evenly in some places. 
Uh, well could, of yeah. like getting, but like the prologue to before we announce our list, and then maybe the first one ends with us saying our list, and mm-hmm. then we could do the first half of the list and the second half of the list. Um, or just put it all in one big ass three hour chunk. Be crazy. I think it would probably <laughs> get less attention that way. And we need attention because yes. I'm shallow. <laughs> I'm a shallow person. Listen to our thoughts on music. They're very important. We know more because we have a microphone. <laughs> this is what it means. That is all it takes to qualify. You just have to... If you want to look smart, get a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, thanks for being on. Yeah, thank you, brother. I really appreciate it. I would love to know your name if you want to be here. I love you.